Welcome back. It's your boy, Sean, and we are here with another episode of the Black Entourage Podcast. Of course, I am here with Jamal, and I am here with Amir. How you fellas doing this week? You have to speak up. Oh, I'm doing great. <laughs> Jamal? Can't complain. Can't complain. I feel yeah. you, brother. Uh, anything special this weekend? Um, I didn't have my kids. So, so it's Sunday. like a mental day off. Yeah, shit. Well needed. Them motherfuckers is about to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> anything with you? You been chilling? Chilling. Chilling? You been off? You was off yeah, week? Yeah, off week. So you was gaming? Yeah, just relaxing, bro. Just in the, in the bed, really. Okay, you're going to have to speak up too. <laughs> but uh, as you can see, I am dressed as my man uh, Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Uh, I went to my first ever cosplay event slash party over the weekend uh, at my homie's uh, gym down on Terra at the Lightweight Fitness Center. Uh, if you're looking for a gym, go stop by over there. Good trainers over there. Uh, tell him Sean sent you and uh, as you can see this is my fit um, I obviously won't show the bottom because I didn't put like the the foot wraps on I don't have the sandals on but this is essentially what I did I had the sword and everything and it was a fucking blast I, I had the time I showed y'all the pictures yeah, outside yeah, everyone was dressed up She-Hulk was there thick ass uh, She-Hulk Kakashi it was uh, it was way better than what I expected uh like I said, first time ever doing something like this. I never thought cosplay would be this fun, but it was so fun last night. I am now thinking about going to AWA in a couple of weeks here in Atlanta, which mm-hmm. is uh, Atlanta's basically cosplay weekend, their big yeah. anime weekend. It's like mm-hmm. a three-day event here, and highly considering doing it. It was so much fun, so much fun. So uh, is that something you guys want to go to? Would you guys get a costume and go to AWA? Um, yeah, I would go at Spider-Man. So Why is with you and Spider-Man? I don't know. I have a thing with for Spider-Man. <laughs> I mean, if that's your favorite, <laughs> if that's your favorite hero, well, that's your favorite hero. It's my favorite hero. <laughs> would you go? Um, yeah, I'd go. Who would you go as? I have no idea. You gotta Probably think. like uh, what is that? A clown ninja? A clown ninja? Oh, uh, oh, from the uh, Naruto. Naruto, yeah. Be killer B. Nah, Killer B is too much. I'd probably be the one that will be like freaking out. Oh, like the, that the black guy. Yeah, the, oh, the, okay, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that would, that would be fun, man. Uh, so, yeah, look, you gotta look for your costumes, man, because uh, this luckily got here in like four days, but mm. some of them was like three week delay and things like that. Mm. So, definitely look into that because I'm probably gonna buy my tickets for that in the upcoming uh, week and just get my shit locked down and have another good time. I'm really debating on if I want to buy something else, mm-hmm. like a different fit, or if I'm just gonna upgrade this. And because I have like the earrings, but I didn't want to re-pierce my ears, so yeah. Gotta get, like, so I gotta get the clip-ons. Yeah, I gotta get the clip-ons for them. Uh, I have like uh, the ninja flip-flops, but I was out uh, at 11 o'clock at night, so I didn't want to rock the flip-flops at 11 o'clock at night. That's true. So I just had on like some uh, green cakes to match the aesthetics. Yeah. Uh, but it was a blast, man. It was a blast. Free drinks, free uh, half off ramen all night. Uh, there was a space table, so you know I was on the table for half the night. Uh, they had the gaming stations. One was Tekken, one was uh, Smash Brothers, the other was. Uh, uh, what's the other fighting game? Uh, Street Fighter, mm-hmm. uh, and it was just lit, man. It was just lit. Like so yeah, man. New knows, new me. This yeah. procedure is like on its final days of healing, and 
I ain't gonna start taking advantage of things that I never normally did. Cause you guys know me, I was like, I'm normally just inside. Yeah, yeah like, but now I'm out there. I'm gonna be discovering some shit. So niggas outside, I'm not in these streets. All right, so let's just get right back into it. Uh, I actually have some really bad jokes for you guys to kind of start some things off. I hate jokes. You hate jokes? Yeah. I love jokes. I hate bad jokes. Why don't they play po- poker in the jungle? Um, because it, it'll get sticky. No. Oh. <laughs> Too many cheetahs. Actually, <laughs> 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 like bad jokes. Uh, what did the drummer name his two daughters? Um, I don't know. And a one, and a two. Ooh, that was even worse. That was bad. That was oh, you're. Yeah. <laughs> that was even worse. That was the first one. All right, I found that shit uh hilarious. So. Uh, before we get started, did you guys actually see the clip of like the salesman uh, that went to his neighbor's house and was trying to sell him like some solar shit? But in the midst of introducing himself, he actually called him a nigger and he's upheld. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, damn, I ain't see that shit. Oh my god, I'm going to get you guys' reaction on this because that was, oh my god, how do you mess up so bad? So he's white. He's. I think so, or Mexican. Okay. White, for sure. So I'm gonna post this in oh. chat for you guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, sorry about this. Nigger. I'm Fernando. We're in a few doors down. We're in 825. Okay, so we do solar around here. We're just coming around talking to niggers. Uh, sorry, dude. Neighbor. I apologize, man. No, man, that wasn't even Yo! How do you handle that? And that's your neighbor? He said right down there, a couple of downs, houses down the street? Oh, oh my gosh. So uh, that's been making his rounds around the internet. What do you guys have to say about that craziness? Um, How would you react? Now, let me tell you something. I'm never surprised when a white person makes a mistake and says nigger. Or nigga. Because it's, it's in their vocabulary. It's in their vocabulary. I've seen it. So it's not shocking. Now, I would have laughed and been like, ha ha ha. I definitely wouldn't have bought anything. Yeah. Especially if I was black. Like, I don't know what the color of the person was. Obviously, he's definitely door. black. Yeah. I would have definitely been like taken aback by it uh, wholeheartedly. I wouldn't have got angry or nothing like that because there's only been so much anger um, you can have. You know, in these days and ages, shit like that. Um, but I don't see how he made the mistake. Like, niggers and neighbors, it's like, not they close. probably literally are marketing. Because even when I worked for Kirby, we had a certain demographic that we marketed to and that we tried to, like, I guess... Fix your lingo to them? Not even, because I code switch like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But it's... We knew who would buy. And so they probably really were going around to black people trying to solicit their, you know, services or whatever the case may be, and he just fucked up and said what they said in the huddle in the morning. In the huddle? Yeah, in the sales <laughs> huddle. You speak up, please. Yes. No way. Yeah, especially if... There's probably some black people in that huddle. For just, sure. He just said it. I don't understand. It, 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 it's not surprising, though. Yeah, no, that was a very bad slip of yes. words. 
Yeah, like that's crazy. The wrong person, you get beat up for that. Yes, <laughs> you you literally would have got like beat up hard. Like, what the fuck you mean? You over here just talking to niggas in the neighborhood? Yeah. So like, kudos for that guy for having restraint. Hey, Paul is here. Because the the wrong <laughs> the wrong person. This nigga. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're coming at me every. Other week he has something to say. Oh, I, I can't see wait. To, I cannot wait to be polar. I see you, life, polar. Bro. I, cannot I see you, wait dog. To beat this. Bring, so, as soon as we beat polar, I bring us a box of gloves, and we're gonna knock. We're gonna spray this off. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> take some shots. Okay? Yeah, we're gonna have to have a quick little sparring match. Oh god. Uh, but anything else on that? Um, nah. I would have been just like how the dude had to let, like. Do, do you like recall his job and try to get on fire? Nah, I'd just be like, get the fuck off. Like, fuck you. Get yeah, out of here. fuck off. Trying to, exactly trying to sell me some shit. And he kept going, like, oh, I'm so sorry. I meant to say neighbors. And then he knew he fucked up because he walked away and, like, hit his head with the he tablet. Was like, oh, shit. But he, it, that was a genuine fuck up. But that just lets me know that that's in his vocabulary. Yeah. Heavy. It's been yeah. saying it. Yeah. You love what you love. You're stupid, Polar. <laughs> uh, did you guys, well, I guess in the world of. Uh, Cheating scandals, I guess, right? Uh-huh. The last big thing was Ame Adoka from Boston. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with the Try Guys? The Try Guys. Yes. Like they have like a huge like platform on YouTube. Yes. They were so big. They started off on BuzzFeed. They got bigger than BuzzFeed. So left BuzzFeed, bought the IP from them, and started their own shit. Yeah, I used to watch. Where they basically just them. try doing different things different every week, where they're like. Whether it's like cooking something without instructions or hooking themselves up to a labor machine, to yeah, contractions. Yeah, exactly. So you see some of the videos. Seen, so uh, they do a lot of the extreme stuff like that. So what happened over the last week is mm-hmm. uh, a situation very similar to the Boston head coach and May Adoka. Yeah. Uh, Ned, what was his name? Ned. Let me get his last name because they got to get these heat too. Uh, Ned Fulmer. Uh, he had, uh, he's one of the executive producers, one of the main characters of mm-hmm. the Try Guys, mm-hmm. and he just got let go because he had a consensual workplace affair as well with one of the Try Guy producers named Alexandra Herring. Mm-hmm. So they're basically scrubbing him completely from any of the videos that they have, and they basically fired him for saying that they can't have that type of thing either. Mm-hmm. So uh, apparently, this is a a workplace norm, I guess. Yeah, but everyone hooks up in a workplace. But I guess the executives now are kind of taking. No, you can't. The thing about it, you could do whatever if you're on the same level. The thing is, you can't be higher up. Yeah, you can't be in a position of power. And, yeah, and date down. Yeah, because yeah. they they were caught like in New York, like in a club, like kissing and doing everything in the club together. Mm-hmm. He's married with kids, and she just got like like. Uh, Proposed uh, to from someone else who worked at the company, and so it was, it was like super sloppy. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but I just definitely couldn't let that slide. We brought up something happening in our culture, mm-hmm. so it's only right that we highlight that it's happening in other establishments it's, as well. So, but that Udoka thing is deeper than it's way deeper. Yeah, because now there are the rumors are kind of what I said the last one though. It was a higher up. Exact that he possibly have slept with, not the bad girl, not yeah. the one, not the one who was doing the travel arrangements. Mm-hmm. They're saying it was probably literally one of the higher up executives that he smashes uh, their wives. 
And because if they fire him, he still have to pay out the contract that he's owed. Yeah. So if you keep him suspended, you don't even have to pay him. Yeah. <laughs> so while they try to figure out what to do with him, he can't get paid from Boston anymore. That's right. So there, the, whatever happening is a lot deeper than this, this try guy situation. But just wanted to keep it as a play, uh, a fair playing field as we bring up these topics that happens uh, in the entertainment world. That's so crazy. Like, I understand the concept um, on the executive level, but I have kind of like this ideology, like, you should never fuck somebody's wife. I don't care whose wife it is. Like, they are all fucking limits. And if you fuck somebody's wife, you deserve all the penalties that are yeah. associated with it. Yep. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure, like you said, it's, you know, people have been fucking in their companies for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But once you go and you step and fuck somebody else's wife, somebody has to pay for that. Yeah. Somebody has to pay you. Just you put a ring on it for a reason. That yeah. sets off limits. <laughs> you go, you ignore that. Those are crazy about your wig. What does he say? I hope you told your mama that you did take her wig and will be hell to pay. <laughs> Polar. Polar. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm looking at the chat like. That's enough. Let me see. Um, That's enough. Give me a shot. This guy's gonna. You need a shot. It's up, no, it's over there. I give it to you. He has oh, it. Yeah. Uh, so next up on the docket before Polar interrupts again. Okay, uh, so good. <laughs> uh, how are you and the lady? Hey, you know what, Polar? You ruined it for everyone. No more cosplay. <laughs> no, no more cosplay. No ruin the cosplay. No more cosplay. That was just baldy time. Uh. Uh, Kanye West, he gave an update on his status from the situation happening with Gap and Adidas. Uh, He basically says that he is now looking to partner with smaller black-owned businesses. Oh, get the fuck out of here. So, uh, (laughs) on thought of that, some some of these black-owned brands uh, have been kind of uh, giving their thoughts on it, but they've been staying uh, anonymous without trying to give away who they are, who they work for. Mm. Uh, some of their quotes are, I think he came at us because we are vanguards of the culture. Uh, with all his power, influence, and wide reach, it's the last thing that major corporations want. This is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Another one said, if a deal of this proportion goes through and my company goes in partnership with Ye, there will be a tectonic shift. Uh, the shift takes the power away from our oppressors and puts it back in the hands of the people who are the gatekeepers of popular culture. Okay. Why are they acting like this nigga? Keep on, I'm sorry. Uh, and the last quote here is, Kanye is 10 to 20 years ahead of everybody, says the source, and he's looking towards us. So all of these brands that gave these quotes have all stayed anonymous, mm. which is shows they don't really, they're not really confident in that shit. Because yeah. if you're confident in what you're about to do, you put your name behind that shit. Uh, so what do you guys have to say about... Uh, yeah. everything. Kanye now looking to partner with another brand instead of going solo. Why are they acting like he's the first nigga to pioneer this type of ideology? Like, I understand that it's Kanye West. I understand that it's Ye, whatever the fuck Because a billionaire never did it. But, yeah. I'm not giving him no stars for this shit. I'm sorry. Wow. Like, he should have did it this way in the first place. And because he got burned... Um, by the people who usually burn people like that, 
it's it's not surprising that he's going to go outsource to minorities but at the end of the day that should have been his first step and because he's now doing it like i even know niggas this is my whole ideology if you are black and you have a passion pursue it because there are millionaires who are in the black community that is going to support your brand and give you the money and the funding for you to excel because that's what they're looking to do yeah um, and even Wale is like, sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spent about 10 racks on handmade do-rags. It's, it's a whole concept that has been being pushed for a very long time. So, I mean, I'm glad that he's doing it. It makes sense um, for him to outsource to, you know, black-owned businesses that's already doing it. Yeah. Because he probably has a better rapport. And black people treat people nice and kind and genuine anyway. So there's not really that much, you know, as long as you read your contract... You know, there's not really much fuck-ups that can happen, but at the end of the day, this should have been step one. Yeah. So it's not like I'm going to give him his stars and stripes and like everybody else is doing because it's been done already. Like, people are already doing it. So now he's getting all this recognition for going black. I don't give a fuck. Oh, God. Um, I, th- I guess it's a good thing. Um, it is kind of late. Once your partnership failed with, what, big multi Nike international companies Adidas, now you want to do a grassroots gap and now you want to do a grassroots who's t- I mean I don't know <clears throat> cause we've heard like Tony with Kanye doing people dirty um his own artist with their record with yeah. their record deals and him at the same time telling people like Read your record label. Remember when he was on that record deal, right? When yeah. he was just like, these companies aren't giving us slave deals. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. But then his arts came out and was like, bro, you're doing, you're doing the same, the same shit. <clears throat> so who's to say that he wouldn't be Gap in this situation now or he wouldn't be Nike when he partners with a black uh, business? And I think that's probably how it's going to go because we know, we don't, we don't know Kanye, but we know how he the is. The track record is his there. His track record is there. So if he's doing his artists like that, and, and not don't get it twisted, like there's a lot of different artists who sign people in these deals to where they're making more money than the artists and the artists find out and all this other type of shit. But for, like, Jamal made a great point. I do believe that he saw the formula that Gap did with him, and now he's like, oh shit all these black people with all these ideas that nobody's putting money behind, everything like that, I can be the gap. Yeah. I can be the people who, the person who's benefiting if he, they wanted to just walk. You see what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not so giving him you, So you start. think he's going to take the tactics of essentially losing the brand from Gap and try to weasel his way into these smaller black-owned businesses and try to kind of take over? Not even right. take over, just trap them into a situation to where they're working for easy, easy instead, of, yay, hmm. instead of themselves. Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's trying to be the overly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I still think he does need to go solo. Yeah. Uh, because his, his he's willing to literally go to war for his brand. Yeah, <laughs> and not all these smaller black-owned businesses, which won't even name their names. I actually tried to do some research. I was like, which black black-owned brand could he possibly go? With? I couldn't really, based off the list I looked on, I couldn't really find anything that I could see him possibly signing on as. Mm-hmm. But I just think he needs to leave other people's brands alone. Mm-hmm. Don't piggyback of someone else's. 
mm-hmm. brand intellectual and property. yeah, intellectual property. They're manufacturing. Don't just do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You have the whereabouts. You have the connections. You have the finances. You have the money. You could get a loan to make a manufacturing center for Yeezy and not have to worry about it. He does it, but he supposedly lost billions with the whole Yeezy and and, and a uh, Gap and Adidas thing. So maybe it's smarter for him to get a loan and just finance that loan over long term and then actually get something up and going to get his Yeezy brand going. Connect the storefront right in front of the manufacturing store. So it literally comes from the manufacturing, out goes right to the store. You don't got to ship it for logistics wise. So there's so much things he could do solo instead of trying to piggyback. Off of somebody else. Yeah, that's just the way I see it. That's just the way I see it. I mean, I can see him being a mentor or something like that. Or, or, or a mentor, these, these businesses already got up and going. That's true. Without his name. Without his name. They're just probably saying that all, like, all press is good press. Mm-hmm. Like, he could come over and say some dumb shit, but guess what? They're going to come to the website. Mm-hmm. It's just SEO for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like... I don't like it for the smaller brands because he's going to come over and just be a tyrant like he's always been. Is his way or the relationship is over? Are you willing to put that money and everything behind that? And he's seen him burn down multi-billion dollar companies already. Mm. What makes you think he's not going to try to do that to a smaller brand? I do think he would. He failed at Nike. He failed at Gap. He failed at Adidas. And good music. I mean, he's so good music, right? Yeah. Or he left presidency. Yeah, I think he left. I think it's still a good... It's on the Def Jam, though, ain't it? Yeah. yeah. I think he might have left Def Jam. Yeah. I don't really know. So, yeah. I just think he needs to stop trying to be with other brands. Mm-hmm. And just do it himself. We already read last week that he has so much restrictions on those Yeezy brands. Right. Yeah. That he has to basically start over again. That's why he went to a fashion or show with flip flops. Yeah. With rhinestones on them. Yeah. And and he's saying that those Yeezy shades, he's gonna try to retail those for twenty dollars a pop. So I was like, he ha- oh, he, those aren't his shades anymore. If he leaves the relationship, so yeah, yeah. he has to figure out his new niche, and then he has to figure out how to do it him by himself. I mm-hmm. think that's the only way he, won't get he could be. Uh, only way he could be literally in control of his brand and his work and everything falls on him mm. on some Elon Musk shit. On some Elon Musk shit. Yeah. Everything falls on Elon. Marketing, uh, messaging, presentations. Like, so much goes on him because he won't trust anyone else with his brand. All money in. <laughs> so, if, if one of the world's richest men is not trusting other people with their brand and he's doing huge mechanical things mm-hmm. then why wouldn't someone who's just in clothing just do it on their own and just build the necessary uh, necessary manufacturing plant build the, the necessary storefront he said he wanted to be in Atlanta there's plenty of the places of Atlanta he could build a little shop in so I just think that he needs to be a little more uh, out thinking and be accepted to the fact that he can't partner with anyone. And it's so crazy because watching his documentary, like he had the utmost faith, utmost faith in himself. Yep. And it seems like as time went on and as he became Kanye West or Ye, he lost that dreamer vision and started putting the faith in others. And and it was him believing in himself and his vision 
that made him successful. Yeah. So he needs to just go back to square one when he was like, I'm fucking Kanye to the, like, I'm that nigga, y'all are gonna love me, etc. My name's gonna sell regardless. Yeah, it's gonna sell regardless. And once he gets back to the roots, then he's gonna understand that it's nothing that you have to outsource. Like, yes, it looks good. It looks good that you're saying that you're gonna, you know, work with all these black people and et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Like, that sounds great. But how are you gonna make that work? Yeah. When you go over there, are you going to tell them to drop all their projects and make you the number one priority? Because that's what he basically did at everywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> it's him or nothing. So I just don't see that as a good way moving forward for him, unfortunately. He's too hard-headed, unfortunately. He's too straightforward with him, himself, and his brand that he cannot be underneath another company's uh, bylaws and other companies' rules. He has to be doing his own mm-hmm. thing. Ye has to do ye. And and be he, the king of your fucking empire, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You have more resources than us. <laughs> yeah. And it, way more resources than us. And that's something we're going to talk about <laughs> a little later as uh, one of the topics comes up. Uh, Rachel Dolazar. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> Uh, you see, she started uh, OnlyFans yeah. over the week. Uh, and, girl. And if you guys don't remember, she's uh, the white woman who says she was black yeah. and worked for the NCAA, right? Double yeah. AP, whatever. Man! <laughs> and now she's saying she basically is doing uh, uh, OnlyFans because she wanted to do it as a way to show her love for uh, Rihanna's Fenty uh Brand. Okay. So that was her reason for starting and OnlyFans. the OnlyFans. Uh, any thoughts on this? We don't have to stay here long. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. Do, do you know she signed, She put herself up on the, the Ebony, Ebony category, category too. Really? Yeah. She's any bad. thoughts on that? Um, get your money, boo. Get your money. Yeah. You. Everyone has their niche. Everyone has their own following. If you can make money off OnlyFans, do your thing. Do your thing. Do your thing. We don't got to stay there long. Uh, a white woman saying she is black. Okay, this sounds fucked up even for me. Oh, no. That's a whole thing that happened. It was a whole, <laughs> yeah. It's a uh, whole thing. Look up. Look up Rachel Dolezal. And I'll spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see her whole situation... That happened. It was a couple of years ago from now, right? Maybe about like three two years ago. Yeah, two three. Mm-hmm. And when it was a whole thing when the world found out, and she lost her job, obviously. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and she's been a joke essentially ever since. Now a freaky joke. Now a freaky joke. Yeah, she has a follow. She has a following, so she has a following. She has fans, and if, if she has fans, monetize it. Monetize it. <laughs> you know how I feel. <laughs> monetize that shit. Uh, did you guys uh, see, well, I won't say did you guys see, but the whole Brett Favre situation, you know, it got a little bit worse, and now I'm like, all right, this nigga needs to go. Yep. <laughs> this nigga needs to go. <laughs> it got oh, worse. So, uh, documents show that after the Mississippi spent millions of dollars and welfare money on the uh, <laughs> on a volleyball arena, he then went back two years later to get additional cash from the state welfare agency for another sports facility. He wanted to build a football stadium this time. Yep. So he essentially knew the money's all bad, but he did not give a shit. He was like, if it worked one time, it could work again. Yeah. Like the damn PPP loans. Yeah. So what do you guys have to say about that? Is 
Like, he's going on the now for sure. I mean, yeah. It's only a matter of time before feds get enough evidence. They already have someone cooperating that was dispersing the loan. And that was uh, the previous, uh, yeah. the guy who was over it, right? I forgot yeah. his name. Yeah, I forgot his name too, but I think he was like the what? Under the welfare? I mean, he worked for the governor. Yeah. He was the one that dispersed the funds, but he he pleaded guilty. Now he's cooperating, so it's only a matter of time. He's showing them the messages. He's showing them the interactions, and somehow the media is getting it as well, so like, it's only a matter of time. Like, how greedy do you have to be? Bro, he's a, mil- he's a millionaire. <laughs> he can pay for all of that Himself. shit. He got the Wrangler deal. I've been seeing Brett Favre and Wrangler commercials since 2002. Yeah, forever. Forever. Like, he got bread. He got money. But that's the thing about money. Himself. Like, once you start making a certain amount of money, you become corruptible. So, and, and I believe that politicians so are the same, corrupts. but I don't think all money corrupts. It depends on how you were raised and your moral character to, to determine whether or not you're going to be one of the corruptible ones. I know for a fact I cannot be a politician because I'm going to take fucking money for laws and all types of shit. Like, what? You said how much? And all I got to do is vote this way? Like, I'm going to be one of those ones. I can't be the police. I can't be any, anything that... <laughs> anything that has power? Puts, no, I can be a powerful nigga. Anything that puts money. But anything that puts the decisions in my hands and all you got to do is pay me to sway a certain way, like, don't do that. Don't do that. Unless it's my own brand. Like, I would never sabotage myself or my companies, but at the end of the day, like, I just know for a fact I don't give a fuck. So I'm not going to put myself in a position to wherein I'm deciding on other people's lives. You see what I'm saying? Like, I can't be the president of the United States. I cannot be a senator or a governor or a mayor or any of that shit. Because all you got to do is show me the money and I'm I'm with the shit. I was with the shit as a broke nigga. So don't, don't, you have to have, you have to have a certain amount of morals to do that type of work. And so once he became rich, he just wants to see the money keep coming in, keep coming in. So even though... He had access to the money and he knew it was dirty. He was like, I got away with it once, I can get away with it again. But the paper trail ended up catching his ass anyway. So you have to be very careful with who you do business dealings with because if you if if, if that little voice in the back of your head is saying something funny with it, then you probably shouldn't touch it. And now he's probably about to do some time. Yeah. Because of it. Which isn't that. worth it. Like, yeah, your yeah, the, your daughter, yeah, you know, you have all this wealth, but now you're locked up and can't access it. Locked up, I won't let you yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, that's so stupid. That's so stupid. Uh, yeah, man. Fool me once, what they say? Uh, fool me once, shame, shame on, on me. you. You fool me twice. Shame, shame on, on me. Fool me three times. I'm coming after you. Kill your ass. Yeah, <laughs> three times, I'm on your ass. <laughs> three times you deserve it, though. Yeah, yeah three times you, you you don't care anymore. You don't care anymore. You don't care anymore. And that, that's where it seems where Brett Favre is at. He was like, yeah, fuck it. I'm rich, I'm white. They didn't catch me the first time. Oh, he's white? I was picturing him as black or something. Brett Favre? I don't know who that is. He's a oh, retired football God. player. I don't watch football. You don't. Well, oh, that's right. <laughs> That's what I thought about for a second. Like, oh, he is absolutely Every right. Every time y'all talk about sports, I'd be like, yeah. I just so be, Brett I just Favre be falling in line. Black name to you? Um, what? Brett Favre sounds like a black name to you, bro. You know how many black people are named white names because they want their parents was like, oh, I want their applications to go through in school so and their jobs. I've like, heard that they name them white names on purpose. So Brett 
sounds like a white name, but it could have been a nigga. Who? Favre? <laughs> is your last name? Per- I mean, your, you have an Irish last name. Who? Who is, what's your last name? It's not McNeish, nigga. I'm not Clyde. The fuck? <laughs> oh, this guy. Oh, Ohio State University it just uh, unleashed the fastest bipedal robot in the world, and it broke the 100-meter world record of 24.73 seconds. No one in the world is safe except Usain Bolt. I robot. Here's a video, and then you guys can kind of give your quick... Commentary. Commentary on it, and I'll post it for you guys as well. So, light weeks, we just here for the entertainment. We here for the entertainment, and y'all are fucking entertaining today. Here we go. So, here is the robots. And I'll post it for these guys. Bow, bow, bow. Shit, it doesn't even have a head. Is it practicing? So. <laughs> it, it looks like a chicken. It's running like a goddamn chicken. So that one, it, it breaks the record, but it says uh, it's basically blind, so it has no cameras on it. So that it, it can go on a straight line only for this side. What's it, uh, if it gets eyes, that's it. What's this tick uh, time? Uh, 24.73. Uh, what's he running? 100. 100 meter. 24.73 mm-hmm. seconds? Mm-hmm. That's not fast. That's faster than everything else. Uh, faster, like, compared to the like the regular human? Mm-hmm. Yes, I would assume. Because there's 100 meter in... world record, 100 meter dash. 100 meter world record is, uh, what's her name from Jamaica's running 10-6? In a hundred meter? Yeah. Woman, ten seconds? Yeah, ten seconds. In a hundred meters, yeah. Oh. I don't know how fast, I don't know how far a hundred meters is. Oh. Now if that was a two hundred meters, it would be fast. Yeah, let me, let me reread this real quick. <laughs> yeah. A uh, hundred meter dash. I keep missing my mouth. Uh, uh-huh. Ohio State University College of Engineering. Uh-huh. Built with knees like an ostrich. Uh, the single entry race went down, blah, blah, blah. It may not run the average human, but the accomplishment is incredible for a robot. Yeah. Usain Bolt's 100 meter dash is 9.58 seconds. Yeah. Uh, so what the fuck are they talking about here? <laughs> yeah, I can outrun that shit. Everyone can outrun that shit. <laughs> That's just not that fast. Fuck that. Well, it's so crazy. I'm just sitting here like... I'm thinking yeah. that shit's fast as hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, Did you guys see Elon Musk's uh, robot that he uh, finally released his prototype? Elon Musk is going to be the end of humanity, <laughs> as we know. So that's what he promised, oh, right? Yeah. But it does not look like. Oh no! Don't don't put it behind the paywall, please. It's just like that damn. So there, it, it looks Tesla absolutely Trump. nothing like. <laughs> but that is the prototype. That's so, a prototype. Yeah, this nigga's just getting started. He has a robot with a head. That's a prototype of the robot y'all could check out down there. It's just a Tesla truck all over again. You think so? It was supposed to be indestructible and they could throw the rock at it. Oh, that was, that was crazy. That, that's, whoever engineered that glass, he's like, oh, you're 
fire. I like that dumbass Gorilla Glass that they used to promote for cell phones. And my, every time I bought a fucking phone with Gorilla Glass, that shit broke, my nigga. All phones are basically, quote unquote, Gorilla Glass. Because it's not like a specific type of glass. Yeah. It's just a rating on how much pressure like the glass could take. Not much. It's my, glass still, my nigga. My phone is broken to pieces. I need to get that shit fixed. What phone is that? The iPhone 12 Pro. So you just did that so you get the 14. I'm about to fucking upgrade it. I'm about to upgrade that shit this week. Yeah, I'm an influencer. Uh, so, the game done changed. Podcasters and companies are buying millions of downloads due to buying ads and mobile games that gives rewards for watching. Here's one of my rants for today. I don't even understand what you just said. Uh, I'll start. Podcasters uh-huh. are buying millions of listeners. Okay. Which is raising questions about marketing tactics. So, here you go. Because this is what these major companies that have the money are now doing. They're buying their freaking uh, listeners. Uh, So, here you go. Uh, The practice allows networks to amass downloads quickly by tapping into a wellspring of hyperactive video game users. But also calls into question who's a legitimate podcast listener. Uh, is and what the length of time should be required to count as a download. <laughs> that sounds like rapid is true. Uh, Pacar, uh, podcasts typically rely on downloads as a primary metric for ad sales. Uh, when individual taps uh, on an in-app play button on their mobile device, an entire episode begins downloading so they can listen to, even, uh, listen to it even in the absence of a good internet connection, say on an airplane or on a subway. And episodes ads are inserted at the moment of the download, meaning that even if a consumer only listens to 10 minutes of a 30-minute show, the mid-roll ad at the 15-minute mark is often ready to be heard, not to mention counted by the sales team. Mm. Uh, Here we go. Let me break it down some more. Uh, One game referenced in the Deep Sea paper is Subway Surfers, a popular mobile app from the Danish company Sibo, uh, which has been downloaded more than 3 billion times since its debut in 2012. Over a period of two weeks in August, August, Bloomberg found multiple publishers using the game to rack up podcast downloads, including the New York Post, uh, independent podcaster Scott Sat- uh, Saveloff, and iHeartMedia. Uh, let's see, and there's more. Uh, Sathlaw says he spends nominal money on the in-game ads initially using a drama interest to his show when it played when it first launches. Uh, don't rely on in-game ads exclusively because at some point you're going to want an organic and authentic growth as you get. Uh, the podcast networks that are actively mining downloads in a mobile game, mobile game space are doing so through an intermediary company called John Group which was founded in 2005 and sold to Advantage Solutions, a marketing company, in 2018. Uh, There's a very big reason why all these largest brands in the world invest so much money in brand awareness, because without it, you have no chance of breaking through the clutter. Every publisher, every content creator has invested in marketing to promote themselves since the dawn of time, and this is just another way of doing it. So have you guys heard of that game, Subway Surfers? Uh-uh. Well, it's an old game, but for example, yes, uh, there's I love that fucking. There's game. There's a ton of mobile games out there yeah. where if you're just playing it, 
like it'll be like uh, if you watch this thirty second ad or you'll get some more coins, you'll get more coins, you get a rare item, you do this, you do that, Mm -hmm. and they're saying that these podcast companies Mm -hmm. are putting their uh, like a teaser reel. On these apps, so to get bonuses, they're forced to get the download. Because as soon as you watch the ad, it downloads the full podcast to your phone. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how it works. As soon as you start, it downloads to your phone. I'm like, what the hell? So it counts as a full view just for them watching that 20 seconds, trying to get more coins, more things to keep their game going. That's nice. Thoughts. That's corrupt. I love it, bro. The concern, the government got to look into that. We have to. Yeah, the service commission or whatever, whatever office. Yeah, so you literally I buy that up, but whatever. <laughs> you buy your ads. That's a little messed up. That's a little messed up. Someone has to do something about it. I don't believe. So they're fudging the realized. numbers. This is what I've realized. So I've been actively trying to do this influencer shit for oh almost gosh. a year now, right? And what I've realized is I came across this guy. Him and his wife is very successful influencers. They spend twenty thousand, ten thousand, no, forty thousand, twenty thousand dollars a piece per month in order for them to be successful influencers. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it by different types of methodologies because at the end of the day, like you said, it's hard to discern between the clutter what's actually going on on these platforms. So in order to make yourself stand out. You have to do specific things to put yourself in front of people. But this isn't putting yourself in front of people. This is putting yourself in front of gamers who are just trying to get some extra coins for their game. And they're, and they're going to do it. And they're, No, they're just watching an ad for the benefit of their, of game. their game. They don't give a shit about the podcast right. that it's on. Absolutely not. They mute, you know what happens when those type of ads come on my phone and I need some points? I mute the shit, not giving a fuck what's on the screen, and I'm waiting for my 20 seconds so I can get my bonus. I do that shit too, especially on SimCity. Like, I literally be playing so and like, watching so, 30 seconds. So it is a red flag for the industry that people's numbers are possibly inflated because these larger companies, I, for example, iHeartMedia, that was mentioned in here numerous times, yeah. they have how much different plat- uh, podcasts underneath their name? Yeah. Multiple. Multiple. So all these new coming podcasts that you're like, who are these people? But they're getting 20 million streams a, a, a week. And probably more than half of that is because of uh Something that they're stone on people's phones. Mm-hmm. So I do agree that there has to be some investigation on to find out exactly what a metric of what a podcast download is going to be. Or do we have to figure out how to get in? We're not game. a multi-billion dollar media company that has connections to a gaming mo- uh, publisher. What do you have to say to that? Facts. Okay, that. So <laughs> something, something needs to be addressed because that's essentially cheating. It is cheating, and, and, and for people who actually make genuine good content, it's actually throwing us up under the bus because they're they're fudging the numbers specifically for those podcasters to get the numbers that they're getting. Yeah. So I get it. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. It's fucked up, but I understand. It, it, I understand you have to pay to grow game. your market. It's the, it's I understand that, but, to under, but if you're going to grow your market, at least do it a way that's genuine. Not- Genuine or a way that actually is going to garnish real numbers for you instead of just, oh, this person watched it for 20 seconds to get a little bonus on his game, uh, and that counts as a full stream for us. It's kind of like how uh, streaming for like music is like, what, 60 seconds for yeah, it to count as a full, full stream? Full yeah. stream? 
Like that's something it, needs to be adjusted for the podcast. That's what it reminds me of, like, like how people are fudging streaming numbers. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like farming? No. No. no fudging. Fudging the like, numbers. The numbers aren't the numbers. Yeah. So basically what they're doing is they're putting this system or this algorithm together for the podcast that's making them the most money. No, they're putting the podcast clips in mobile games. So the gamers who don't give a shit about the podcast will still count as a 20-second view. Oh, I get it. Because they want just the gaming bonus. And because just for them watching 20 seconds... How does that benefit them, though? Like, how does that benefit... The podcast, Because it counts as a full stream. So they're saying they have... Millions of streams, and they don't. but their streams is coming from ten thousand people trying to get bonuses on their games, yeah. <laughs> and they get to count that as a full fucking stream. You so don't see the real, What's the real problem? Is it the gamer that has the game addiction who's willing to watch that twenty second video? No, it's the person putting it in front of the gamer. You can put that same ad on yahoo.com or someone searching on news media. You can put that same clip on Twitter. You can put that same clip everywhere, but because you're not getting a stream unless someone watches it and clicks it and interacts with it, instead of, oh, let me just press it and automatically you get a stream. I'm just trolling. It's, It's fucked up. It's fucked up. I'm just trolling. It's fucked up. We needed more time. You know what else is fucked up? Oh, Goddamn TikTok. Oh my gosh. I have never been more frustrated with the app in my whole goddamn life. You literally have to goddamn pay for them to bring you your followers to you. Do you know how much we grew just by paying $30, my nigga? Yes. Like literally over 40 subscribers in three days. Yeah, that's it. That's his thing. That's fucking crazy. How do you think I got all the followers that I got? Crazy. So you mean my album is out there, but you're not going to put it to niggas that you know is going to like this shit unless I pay you $10, my yeah. nigga? Yeah, well, I mean... That's crazy! And, and the app is free. You don't have to pay. But if you watch your shit show, if you want us to push your shit... And it's so crazy, crazy because you would think, you would think, like, even... There's some videos that I have that actually starts the process of going viral, and then they fucking cut that shit. And, and they cut it. So I know that people like it, but they know that it's getting traction, so they're not gonna push it as well as the other ones. You have to have a shit ton of followers on TikTok for your algorithm to be pushed naturally. But if you want the fame that comes with TikTok, TikTok is like, we have the fucking platform. Are you gonna pay us? Are you gonna pay us for, for the platform that we built? And and I understand. I mean, I think it's fucked up because every every time you do a promo, some promos you'll get ten followers, twenty followers. Some promos you'll get a thousand followers. It just depends on your watch time and how much people love you. But at the end of the day, like I can't knock them. Like they have to make their money somehow, and they make their money by saying three billion, this many billion people are on our platform. And if you want us to spin your shit. You're going to pay us just like how back in the day when niggas wanted to get on the radio, they would go talk to the DJ, give the DJ some money, and now they're spinning their shit. So it's the same concept, but I don't feel like no, it's not the same concept because your followers are basically locked behind the paywall. It's that's different. It is locked behind the paywall. Nothing changed from the 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 content we posted, other than us saying, "Here's thirty dollars, TikTok." You know, Put this in front of the niggas that that 
that that would like this shit. And out of five, out of out of the out of the thousands of people who we paid to see it, we got a certain amount of organic followers. Like these people actually like us. You see what I'm saying? I don't think that's organic. I I don't believe that it's bots because I've been doing. I'm not saying it's bots, but I think your definition of organic to what. Organic is not paying for shit and that shit does grow based right. off the algorithm. But I do believe that the people who follow us based upon the promo actually like something about I think some of those are just made by TikTok. Like, hey, bow, 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 here. Here's another nigga. And when I stopped posting on TikTok, I was getting bots. Like, I was getting people who were following me and I'm like, these niggas had no, zero think that's followers. So those, ten, zero, those, those followers that, was, that those lost, ten. those are bots. It was like, oh, you paid, oh, you we paid drop those we're going to drop them. for you. Exactly. And so once you start... You know, using it like I use paid promotions as a regular formula for my growth on TikTok. And I'm almost at a thousand followers. Once I hit a thousand, I'm gonna have a tripod right here sitting watching this live. But at the end of the day, it's just like I I think it's wrong, especially when you have that platform, you're supposed to be making the video spin regardless. Like people are watching 50, 60 videos every time they're on TikTok. So for you not to have it spin unless you pay is ridiculous. But at the end of the Let day, the that's algorithm, they algorithm. they're getting fucking Don't money. lock the algorithm and then say it's for but, everyone. But, like, if a, let the algorithm algorithm if you trust the algorithm. That's what these other platforms do, right? 100%. Based off what other people like, what other people put as their, their, their hashtags or whatever, it will show up on people who have those interests. Don't completely lock them out from finding you. Unless you pay, but, I think but, that's a little messed up. At the end of the day, though, TikTok is still a company. Like it is, they have to make their money, and, and they, they make a lot of it from they ads. They don't have. Do they have ads on there? They have sponsorships. Like it's they have. They have. You can companies. like swipe up, and then you'll see commercials for ads. There's ads on. There. But it's not necessarily an ad. No, but it's do, a they do they force No, no, there are full. You know what? They like do have ads, like Facebook. Facebook will make you watch an mm-hmm. ad to watch the videos. Mm-hmm. Is TikTok like that? No, so, you can skip it. Mm-hmm. You can swipe off. You can swipe up from that's more. the thing. And and but what they will do is like right when you open TikTok, it'll be an ad, and it'll be like a thirty second ad. You can either watch it or not. But what they're doing is they're getting these influencers or these TikTokers that have three million followers, one million followers, whatever the case may be. And that's be, the ad. And they're doing the ads. No, so, so they're no, creating their talk- own that's skin. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like real ads, like. Like but pharmaceutical. I probably see one a day. I probably see one or two a day. Ads are on there for yeah, sure. Yeah, they have them, and they're getting money from ads, and and the sponsors are paying the sponsors. But at the end of the day, you know, like they just said, double. They literally they're double dipping. Absolutely. They're like, we got our ad money, but guess what? You want your algorithm to be unlocked? Yeah. Pay us. You want if you want. What we have to offer, you, you is, could you could grow organically, but I guarantee it will take you way oh, longer, nigga. What you'll throw sprinkle in a follow what? for you every other week. I do it all the time. I'll post it's for crazy. one week, just regular videos, no promo. I'll get two or three followers. It's crazy. I'll do one promo, a twenty dollar promo on one video. I'll get 20, 30 followers. Yeah, so it, it's sick because they know that you're. I know for a fact I create decent content, but at the end of the day, they're not going to push you unless you pay. We, they have what we want, which is a fan base. How much are you willing to pay to be noticed? That's what the fuck they do. It's sick. Yeah, it's freaking crazy. But you saw the power of it. We got 30, we, we dropped 10 followers and then surpassed that shit by 30. Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> don't fucking rob me though. Oh, don't. And you saw how many likes we got, nigga? On that one video? Criminals. TikTok is liking all them shits. 
No, they're not. These are real people, bro, but they're just not putting your shit in front of nobody. It's crazy. I don't appreciate that. But I'll play the dirty ass game that I got. Fucking game. Dirty ass fucking game that is, man. Double dipping ass enough, company. And if you build a big enough Donald Trump was right. Get these niggas out of here. You need them. But but once you build a big enough following, you're able to post. Like, there's this one bitch I follow. She woman? Every time she posts. One. What'd you say? I don't know. I said woman. Oh, however you want to push it. There's this, <laughs> there's this one female that I follow. Uh-huh. And every time she posts, she gets 15,000 views. 15, but she has a million followers. And, 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 it, and it doesn't even matter because you can have 5 million followers and only 10,000 likes. Like, it really just depends on the ratio. But TikTok knows what they have. They know what they're doing. And, you know. Listen. Follow us on TikTok, y'all. Let's let's get to a thousand. Right. We'll take over on TikTok. I dropped the link over there in the chat. The uh, yeah, man. Before I before I get even more upset. TikTok uh, raps. <laughs> I'm not ranting. I've been doing the fuck. I've been paying for my shit. That's bullshit. Been paying. <laughs> that shouldn't that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. You gotta do it. Am I muting your phone security sound? I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody's at my front door. Someone walked through is like, uh, what's that ring? My ring camera. Yeah, man. that's right. I was like, yeah, I know that ring sound. Got that in the back. Uh, sabotaged by Russia. The gas line connects Russia to Germany was damaged by explosion. And they're, they're kind of saying that Russia is the uh, blame Definitely for Russia. Thoughts on that? So Russia has already been like, like, Sending less oil, na- yeah. Uh-huh. Sending that na- less natural gas to Europe because of what they're doing. Yeah. Um. So probably Russia just decided, you know what? Kamikaze. Yeah. And they're, they're all blame, in on the war. And they're gonna blame it on somebody else. They're gonna blame it on your country's uh, far right, whatever, or or some terrorist. <laughs> and it's not gonna be their fault. Yeah. As a part of their game. Are they basically just kind of? What is Russia's endgame at this? Are they like literally trying to force a worldwide war? No, I think Russia is literally from the international community. I think they messed up on a couple of um, key thought processes to mm-hmm. what they thought they were doing. Ooh, Russia? Russia, when they thought they could just take Ukraine. Um, they thought they could take it easily. And they did just get like four and annex like four Yeah, city, but that right? is not... But those it's not are, legit. It's not legit it's though. Because so but they, they say they'll defend them. Yeah, like it's Russia. Yeah, like it's Russia because they did a fake re- referendum. They said <laughs> they let the people vote whether they wanted to be Ukraine or they wanted to be um, or they wanted to be Russian. Of course, they won. Russia's won. So now, technically, in Russia's eye, that's our land because mm. we. Did it through a diplomatic process, whatever. And they just, quote-unquote, decided to be yeah, with us. Yeah, but the international community is not with it. Ukraine's still fighting over those pieces of land. So, we'll see how they defend it, because it's not over yet. Even though they think it's over, it's not over. And, yeah. and Russia just pulled back on, um, they were just, they called up the reserves, basically had a draft. The 300,000 reserves. Yeah, so Putin, I think this week, literally said, like, um, he pulled back and was like, no, we have to decipher who's ready to go to war, who wants to go to war, and whoever doesn't, or whoever's not I guess because he knows so much fight against it. One thing you can't do, you can't lose the international community and your people. Yeah. That's just, 
That's just a... You know, that's a losing situation. That's the beginning of a regime change. Yeah. Because now... And that's what I've been seeing a lot this week as well, that uh, a lot of articles are saying that a lot of international leaders mm-hmm. now see regime change as like the only real course yep. to fix this. Fix this. And that's what happens when you get enough... People in your country that don't mess with you, now now they're having protests against you and the international community wants you gone. Especially NATO right there. They don't want all that violence they're close gonna, to their border. They're just going to put an agent in your country and he's just going to destabilize your whole country. Your country's already poor because of fucking... Um, what's, what's, what are those... What's that called? Um, the sanctions mm-hmm. they, they put on you? And then let's do new sanctions on them as well. Yeah, so you're already starving. The international community already cut your money. The World Bank cut your money. Your ruples are worthless worthless at this point. And now your population is going against you and rioting in the streets. Yeah. That's that is total that's making every international leader like, Alright, it's time for a regime change. Polar just said they got six thousand Russian men over the border in the last three days. Yeah. They had to close the border. They closed now. the border, yeah. Where's that? Switzerland? Switzerland, I think, closed their border. That was Finland. No, no, Finland. No, Finland doesn't share a border. Uh, there's still, there's still a, um, there's still a country that isn't with NATO that has their borders open, but every other country bordering their shit just closed the border. It's too, there's too many people coming over. Wow. Uh, so here's a map of NATO and Russia. So Poland, Lithuania, Latvia. Finland's up top. Mm. Estonia. What's that right there? Hungary, Romania. Hungary. I don't know which one closed the border. To be honest. Yeah. I swear I it was Finland. Po- I think it's Poland. I think it's Poland because you know Poland let a whole bunch of Ukrainians come over there, and I think Poland- Finland, the sexy prime minister. I told you it was Finland. <laughs> I do some research sometimes. <laughs> So what do you have to say about the whole situation? Uh, Putin, uh, the whole, basically they're saying that Russia sabotaged the gas line that connects Russia to Germany, cutting off the extra oil that Russia was doing. Uh, and then now they're saying that the only way to really fix this whole situation uh, in Russia is for regime change basically taking out Putin. So the only way that Putin's going to be taken out is if he's killed. Let's start there. Regime change. Number two. <laughs> you put him in jail this is, this is how I feel about Putin right now. Every person in history, like, no matter what is going on in the world, we're still writing a book. You see what I'm saying? Whether it's a history book or what, regardless of what it is. So, this nigga understands the concept of his place in history. It doesn't matter if you're a villain or it doesn't matter if you're a saint. His name is being written down in history. And I believe that right now, he does not give a fuck how many people has to die, how many people, like, if he's right or wrong, whatever the case may be, he understands that his story is being written and he'll be forever immortalized in history. So right now, he's deciding that he wants to be a villain. Or in history, even as a loser, because that's he, his ultimate even, he, Hitler was a loser, but we still talk about him. Fair point. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, he's cementing himself in history as somebody who did some shit. So even if he has to do some off-the-wall shit that nobody expected... And start a war that has no basis or anything like that. He knows what he's doing. He's he's cementing himself in history as a person. That's going to be talked about forever. And so at this point, I feel like he doesn't give a fuck about right or wrong or anything like that. He's he's getting older and he understands how much power he has. He used to be a fucking KGB agent, for Christ's sake. So he understands what he's doing. And right now, I think he's just writing in his own history book. Like He has a vision of how he wants to be immortalized. 
and he's following through with it until he's taken the fuck out. Because regardless if you're a villain or not, we talk about them for ages. And then so, you know, that's what he's doing and he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, Polar also says to be honest, the war in Ukraine, he doesn't really care about. Uh, there's war in Africa, famous all over the world, and they keep sending money to Ukraine. Big facts. And not necessarily money. It's not necessarily money for the U.S. It's a bunch of money worth of machinery and ammunition and stuff like that. Like, I don't think we're writing Ukraine checks for yeah, for $5 billion. Yeah. Like, we're not writing the we're checks. Sending we're over sending over $5 million machines with yeah, the money. money. Yeah. But it's machines that are fucking getting... Outdated. Getting the job done. No, it's get. Winning the war. It's literally putting dust in our fucking wherever we hold those yeah, shit. We're, like, we're not in no war. We're not using those machines, yeah. but we just keep buying them every fucking year. Yeah. And then so Donald like, Trump spent the most money in and the most in the past presidencies on upgrading our military. So all the shit that we're not using anymore, city. they're just sending that shit to Ukraine because number one is outdated and number two, we're not using it. And when we do have to use it, we're gonna have some way better shit to throw at niggas. So I mean, I understand the concept, but we're not sending we're not sending them cash. We're not sending them USD. We're sending them fucking tanks and guns and shit to blow shit out of the sky with. Mostly blow up tanks. Facts. <laughs> all those shits with we were wrecking havoc and uh, over there all of our different type of missiles. We're sending anti-tank missiles and things like that. So it's been crazy. Uh, House Democrats have have officially signed a bill. That bans politicians, judges, their spouses, and children from trading stocks. Oh, that's gonna fuck Pelosi up. (laughs) She probably signed it. Democrats have introduced legislation that would that would ban senior government officials from owning and trading stocks. Uh, The bill called the Combating Financial Conflicts of Interest and Government Act is an attempt to limit conflict of interest for public office holders and their families when it comes to their investments. Uh, The proposed bill is wide-reaching. If it's passed, several people who hold senior public positions won't be allowed to own or trade securities, commodities, futures, cryptocurrencies, or other digital assets. Uh, let's see. You better want to be a public servant, uh, nigga. The bill will prevent members of Congress, their spouses, and independent children, senior staffers in Congress, Supreme Court justices, federal judges, the president and the vice president, as well as members of the Federal Reserve System's boards of governors from taking part in active investing. Uh, senior officials and others affected by the bill will be required to either sell their holdings when they take their position or put them into a blind trust where they have no control over trades. Uh, they still will be able to purchase diversified ETFs, uh, diversified mutual funds, U.S. Treasury bills or bonds, state or municipal government bills or bonds, and others. Thoughts? Um, my thought initially is, who wrote the bill? Because if you remember John Ossoff, that was a big thing mm-hmm. when he when he was uh, coming into office, when he was like debating. Yeah. And I think the thing about Purdue, he didn't want to debate him. So it was just literally John Ossoff on a stage, basically just talking shit about Purdue and how he dumped a bunch of stocks during, you remember when COVID happened? Mm -hmm. And then a whole bunch of, it wasn't just Republican senators, it was 
Republican and Democrat just dumped a whole bunch of stocks because they knew what was coming ahead of time and they knew it was going to mess up supply chains and do a lot of whatever, whatever, whatever. So it'd be interesting to see who wrote it and who initially um, drafted it. Drafted it. Uh, but Let me see I, if that's in here. I, I agree. I agree that because uh, it needs feel, to be a limit. Yeah, I I agree because it's a way of taking money out of politics, which is like ridiculously crazy, and it's like a way for senators to stop voting and making bills yeah. that'll help their, their bottom line. Did you know there is a whole one thing that really makes me. Uh, kind of, there's a whole website that I follow now mm-hmm. where you can literally track the daily stocks mm-hmm. and stuff from like these politicians. Mm-hmm. So it will tell you like which ones is making moves. It will tell you which stock they sold. So in a way, if you kind of keep track of that as an independent person, you can make the same moves as Nancy Pelosi when it comes to her portfolio. Mm-hmm. So it will like literally tell you, it will break Fact. it down. It will tell you when. Uh, you can put whichever rep you want it to be, and it'll tell you which stock it is, what they dropped, how much they paid for it, and things like that. So uh, I'll actually send that over to you guys so you guys can check that out. Because uh, I think that's it's pretty cool, and I completely agree that there do needs to be some type of regulation when it comes to these public figures. Because they have so much other information that the common person doesn't have. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the big thing was when uh, the semi-conductor uh, entry was about to, like, implode because of such a shortage. Yeah. And uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband sold all of their semiconductor stuff, yeah. like, a week before Our that bill was passed. Yeah. <laughs> she gonna go with it, though. Yes. Yeah, she's not gonna stop it, but uh, it does say that they still allow to purchase certain things like ETFs and things like that, so they can still make money. Yeah, but you an ETF was like just a blind fund that uh, someone yeah blind fund and someone yeah yeah. blind fund means you you put the money in and someone else is it's like a four hundred one k it's basically like a uh, financial yeah someone else is gonna handle your own portfolio that's better because yeah that's better. I'm not mad at that. No, I'm not mad at that. If they're going to buy ECFs, it's going to be like their personal shits. But at that point, they're probably like 60 already, right? Yeah. In that position, they're not going to start over just ETFs. Yeah. Just put it in the blind trust and And then just... Hopefully this nigga don't fuck your money. Yeah. (laughs) And he's paid out to, so... Yeah. And I'm sure he makes a good money on holding all that. Yeah. So... I'm not mad at that. Nah, nah. Uh, where we go from here, uh... California Governor Gavin Newsom signs law limiting rap lyrics uh, use in cases. The new California law prevents prosecutors from using rappers' lyrics in courts as circumstantial evidence unless a judge first reviews and approves it. Thoughts? I I agree with that. A judge has to approve that. So the DA is going to have to come to the judge and be like, "Can, can I put this in evidence? And it'll be like, well... That matches exactly what the it other evidence is. is. You can't just because he's talking about spinning the block. You just can't put someone in handcuffs because he said it on wax. Like, yeah, it doesn't. You can't. You just can't. No, that's not even it. Like investigate somebody because he's talking on wax. Like there has to be other evidence. Like a reason for it. Yeah. Like lyrics is so circumstantial. I can say I'm a killer. Anyway, 
Yeah. But is there other evidence to prove that I am a killer? If not, then let it go. Like yeah. Right. And that and that's my problem with using lyrics. If if the lyrics match your other evidence, then fine. And that's basically what we said in, in a quarter, so like the young thug yeah. situation. Like the lyrics match shit that's actually recorded. But I don't think but I don't think the lyrics But moving should, forward. I don't even think the lyrics should be weighted that heavy. I think it should be circumstantial. So, uh, like, when a def- like a prosecutor puts out the evidence, it should be food for a for a defense attorney to be like, I could get that thrown out. Like, yeah, but that's why they said it has to go to the judge. Yeah. So it should be up to the defendant at that point, the defending lawyer, to go to the judge after the judge has that evidence and be like, right. listen to this. If you yeah. listen to it, he's yes, that matches this and this, but yeah. They should have a good reason to counteract that so it's not used in case. Exactly. At least it gives them a, a, a way to get that thrown out, out. so it's not used as yeah. evidence. It shouldn't be used as heavy evidence. Yes. Like That's why it says circumstantial. If there's fingerprints and gun shot residue on his hands and, and you caught him on video doing some shit. Then do it. Do it. Like, get him out of here. But if he's just rapping, bro, he's rapping. Like, they just is rapping saying they have million dollar houses and they live in a fucking... Uh, apartment with their five homeboys. Like, are we gonna prosecute it for as rap lyrics just truth because it's on wax? Yeah. No. Niggas been faking it till they make it their whole lives. Whole lives. (laughs) Amir? So I agree 100%. Like, I do believe that some rappers overshare in their lyrics. Like, I, I would always... I always talk about Young Thug because he's one of the niggas who... He's essentially the main... Yo. He's like on the pedestal when it comes to rap lyrics being used. In this yeah, and, and not even that. Like, he literally be like, ask the detectives, ask the lawyers, like, of all the jurisdictions. We killed the biggest cast of all kid. He's like, he's he's in his rap music, like, telling about himself. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's just like, there has to be a balance. So like, if you're rapping about something, don't let it connect you. Like, I don't give a fuck how gang gang you are. I don't give a fuck about how... This shit shouldn't be on record anyway. There's certain shit that you shouldn't put on wax, like how Jamal said. And even... And then, it's it's so crazy that he even said that, Jamal, because even the song I listened to today, he was like, I put that shit on wax. It's all my business. And I'm like, nigga, why the fuck... Like, you're literally saying that you're telling the fucking truth. Like, you're putting this shit on tape. Letting people come right to you. I definitely think that the judge should look at all the evidence that they're trying to try him with and then listen to the rap lyrics and say, okay, this guy is sitting here saying, you know, these things and it seems to be true based upon the evidence and now that you can use this against him in court. But I also feel like it's up to the rapper. Like, either statute of limitations is up and you can no longer be charged for the crime or you're completely embellishing the shit and it's not true. Yeah. So those are the two things. So if you are a rapper or a singer or whatever and you're sitting here saying what you do, like even 21 Savage be like, we tried to we tried to rob that pawn shop on more than blah, 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 and they find some tape evidence of this nigga actually trying to beat the glass in it but it wouldn't break, that's attempted robbery. Like, yeah. you're going to jail because you led them to the crime scene. You see what I'm saying? So, and that's part of the circumstantial evidence. Now that shit lines up yeah. We got the film of you doing that yeah. and you put that shit on Larry's nigga dog. Yeah, come you're, over you're, here. You're caught. Come over here. So it's all the weight is on the rappers. I don't give a fuck about you what do the You do a crime, says. don't put that shit on record. Don't put that shit on record. Once that shit goes on the internet, this thing is there forever. Oh nigga. But there's niggas that talk crazy like that all the time and nothing happens. And look at right. Dirk. Dirk had a case, but that shit disappeared out of nowhere. He had a case in Atlanta too. 
And I do not know what the end the end thing was. Mm-hmm. But he was literally in like an Atlanta jumpsuit and he was in court. And now the nigga's free. Yeah. And he talks the greasiest. He talks the greasiest. <laughs> and, the kid, and him and Vaughn, nigga, I don't even listen to his music because there's certain shit that I can't put into my psyche because just like Polar said, he was like, I like rap way better. I want to be a gangster. Listening to it like, me too. I, I Me too. So yeah. when I listen to certain music, it kind of like shapes my ideology. And so I try not to listen to murder, murder, kill, kill because my subconscious. That's thoughts, what. But your but your version of murder, murder, kill, kill don't be. But that's. Nigga, I'm talking about King Vaughn. I'm talking yeah. about Dirt. Like to those niggas. I don't that, listen to them. Uh, T Grizzly, one of your favorite artists, right? You fuck with T Grizzly too. I I don't like, like the new, I don't like the new T Grizzly though because he's literally telling he's stories. He's changing his shit now. Oh, it's horrible. So, so essentially, <laughs> uh, he does release a song maybe two weeks ago called yeah. what, Burglary or Home Burglary or some shit like. Yeah, and the then his friends. house got robbed. Like yeah. his house got oh, robbed yeah. for burglary. And, he and then like the next day, he was like, uh, "Rappers need to be more cautious of the like, energy they're putting out in the universe." Which is a fact. Because he literally just released a song called "Burglary." Then two days later, his, his house, house gets bur- burglarized. Yeah, and so, then and then P&B, that's called manifestation. And then PMB's PMB uh, said that numerous times in interviews that yeah. I didn't want to bring up PMB, but I guess we could give a quick update uh, on him. You heard everything that happened with his yeah. situation right now. Yeah, yeah. Where, okay. yeah, unfortunately, it was a, a family, father and son, a father yeah. who called his son to tell him that PMB was in there. Uh, the father was supposed to be the getaway driver, yeah. and the mother's stepmother was involved in some way, probably as a lookout maybe, mm-hmm. but they're saying there's a fourth subject now Whoa. who told them that he was like inside. In yeah. So they was already there. And supposedly, like, they knew, because they were trying to blame it on the girlfriend, yeah. sharing the picture or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's Cardi B went on the whole yeah. rant, like, y'all niggas be about to make themselves. But you can't geotag. You can't geotag. You can't, no, not, not in 2022. No, you cannot geotag. Like, post that shit when you leave. Yep. Like, when you're done eating you're not in your home, in, yeah. post it. Post it. But, but even it. then, you're telling niggas you're in that city. You're yeah, that's, that's a risk. But, but, but he that's lived there, though. Yes. So they knew he was there. Because he was even in, like, videos of, like, some hard-ass, like, uh, gang member L.A. rapper. Mm-hmm. I forgot the name, but he was literally in that nigga's hood in his video. And it was like, yo, why is, why is P&B in his video? But it was like, I don't know. It was for a look. So he, they say he always, like, rode... Like, he was always safe, and he always did what he was supposed to do. It's just the one time he slipped up. It's the one time. But but supposedly, they were in the parking lot already. Like, from the stories that I've seen recently, like, the father and son watched this nigga pull up, saw him get out of his car, and made a plan right then and there. And apparently, that chicken and waffles was, like... In the hood. Is, that's the worst Roscoe's yeah. chicken and waffles. Yeah. They, they said people from LA don't even don't like, go there. Yeah, like people from LA that have homies in that neighborhood yeah. don't even go there. So, no, as soon as they saw this nigga get out his whip, which I'm sure was extravagant. It was probably, yeah. It was and went inside. They was like, there's a lick inside, nigga. We need to fucking, like, now. I think, he went, in, I think he went in with his chains and everything. Yeah, no. And then even, if, even, even when we get to the point that we're trying to get to, my nigga. There is no way that I'm coming back to Clayton County 
iced out, dripped up, none of that crazy shit. I'm gonna look like a random nigga. Clayton County is different, man. Clayton County. It, I'm not saying that Clayton County is the I'm not saying that Clayton County's hood or whatever. Compared to where that chicken waffles is. Nigga, I'm not I'm not traveling. The, the game actually has a song uh called Murder from thing like 2007. Yep. Yeah. Uh that actually references essentially why you shouldn't go to that location. Mm-hmm. And this is from 2007. Mm-hmm. It's all in they won't leave it at that. So that was from 2007, and they the same Roscoe's, and he basically said, "Don't go there." I was listening. These are California niggas I'm listening yeah, to. They're saying don't go. He's yeah. like, one of them's a 60, one of them's a crip, and they're like, I don't even eat there, bro. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't even go to that Roscoe's. He said the other Roscoe's around are like safe. Yeah. That's in the hood hood. That one is so it, rough. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if it's like, I don't want to put blame on PNB for going in there, but sometimes like, People do stuff to be like, I went there and I ate there. And, and that's the same shit that got Nipsey killed. People, I, feel, people be like, the same shit. they be like, I'm good in any hood. No, you I don't. Can. I don't think. I don't. I think the PMB because I the, the story is he was like going from a meeting. He was on his way from a meeting. I think he was about to drop like a weed line, mm-hmm. um, a cannabis line, and he was on on his way back. And I think he just was like, "There's Roscoe's chicken and waffles." I'm gonna eat. Like, and they just stopped there. Nope. And, and them niggas was in so the So I don't think he line. went there for the look. Yeah, he's probably just he trying to hungry. get a quick he meal. Was hungry. And he'd been to a bunch of Roscoe's. He didn't know it was treacherous. Literally, did he know that an Uber Eats probably could have saved his life. Nigga. Yeah. Or just go to a different Roscoe's. Or have someone just get it for or, you. Or, and that's the thing, like, once you reach a certain level, my nigga, like, I cannot wait for the day that I'm rich and I don't have to grocery shop. I don't have to go to restaurants. I'm door dashing. I'm... Uh, 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 what's it called? Instacarting. I'm not going into public, my nigga. And it's not because I'm like that. Like, I'm not on that type of time. Like, I don't think I'll ever be targeted. You know, know, but at the end of the day, it's just like, I'm never going to want to be in public. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to just have people do and the work for as me. As you see, mo- the most rich people, the richer they get, you don't see them in public. No. Because they have, they have assistants. They have butlers, they have cooks, they have chefs, they have personal trainers. Everything they need for their personal yeah. life is in their house. Yes. They don't have to leave, and if they need to go somewhere... I send they, somebody else. You can send someone to get food, yeah. or if you do gotta go out there, guess what? You got security with you who's supposed to or handle all that. I'll have, a, I'll have my 2022 Toyota Camry, and I will drive that bitch in some sweatpants and a raggedy-ass t-shirt, and nobody will ever know that I'm me. You see what I'm saying? Like, don't go out as your persona. Yeah. Go out as a regular human being that's not a target because then you're invisible. If you go out with your chains on and a Lamborghini and shit, they know that you're somebody and that you can hit a lick on me. Nobody's going to ever hit. I got kids. You're not going to hit a lick on me. That's ever. So, that's so crazy, though. Uh, all these people, like, get robbed and dying, dying in L.A. That's just, like builds the legend of like niggas that have been out there for years yeah like even the game just that song is like shows you, you that was from 2007 you west coast legend bro and like, it's funny i won't say it's funny but other uh la legends 
have been coming out and saying like Snoop and uh, Ice Ice Cube and uh, Ice T. They've been saying things like, "You see why we don't wear a lot of jewelry out in L.A." Nope. Is because not that we're scared of our own town. Is that you don't know if someone's gonna be hungry enough to try to run up on you and steal what you have. And that's exactly so, what it was. So why? want that in front of them what they don't even know when they're trying to get their next meal yeah, and right. they're going to see you with a $20,000 chain on and they're really going to be willing to take the chance yeah. to get that off of you yeah. so that and that came from some of the OGs like Snoop Ice-T, Ice Cube they, that's why they don't, and you see them they don't really rock jewelry like that mm-hmm. they don't, they just be in it, now granted there are even certain Kendrick. faces, there are certain faces that are just like Snoop I'm going to see that nigga Regardless, I'm going to see him, but when you're wearing, like, say, for instance, peacocking. Do y'all know what that is? I read it inside of, like, the art seduction. It's a way of showing off and making yourself, like... Being yourself, like, the loudest in the room. Right. So, when you're wearing chains where light reflects and create rainbows and shit, like, you are a target, my nigga. Like, even this stupid chain, I'm not a fucking... I'm not a target because it's just gold. Like, it's it's a couple... It's it's, it's A couple thousand? Yeah. It's not nothing crazy, but at the end of the day, it's just But like, a couple of thousand is someone else who has nothing that could look like enough. So, still yeah, keep your head on the swivel. You gotta... You, $2,000 to zero. Whoever someone's out there who's homeless in Atlanta, you never know. So that, That's so crazy. Like That little chain get... could feed them for a couple of weeks. And some people could be in a bad enough situation where they're willing to risk their own lives. That's why you gotta be after to get shit done, bro. So I'll move the Wyoming. Rest in peace to rest in peace to P and B. I didn't even know who situation. he was. Uh, a shame on the father to willing to drive his whole fucking family mm-hmm. into a situation like that. And now they're all in jail. You're never gonna see your son again. You're never gonna see your see wife him. again. It probably. Society has a very interesting way of weeding out people that aren't supposed to be in society. Like, like the nigga who killed Nipsey, Eric Garner. L.A. L.A. reacted crazy to. I don't even know if he has a family left. That shit was crazy. The whole streets was on his ass. But at the end of the day, it's just like you know, society has a very specific way of weeding out the degenerates and. I do believe that he led his family astray, and there, there is going to take a very long time, if ever, that their family bounces back. No, they're going to jail for life. They yeah, murdered. They're, yeah, they're they murdered somebody. In cold blood. That's so it. It's just like that's it for your genetics, bro. Yeah, they're in jail. That's it. Yeah. So rest in peace to him, and man, uh, prayers up for his girlfriend because that's I imagine her traumatized. What she now has to go through, what she's living with on a daily basis, what she had to. Uh, give because they said that the robber tried to even rob her after they killed uh PB to get the jewels that she had. So, mm. but why did they kill this nigga? Is it because he wasn't giving this shit up? Probably. He a rich nigga like here. Probably. Like, but he said that on a couple of interviews that he's not giving up his shit. Oh, that's why he's dead. So he's he said no, it a, a couple of times. What did what did what did your homie say? Oh, uh, I'm you just, at all. Give I'm giving them everything. I'm stripping, nigga. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I walk down the street butt naked before I let a nigga take my life. Yeah, completely agree. I'm not fighting. I'm not dying over no completely fucking agree. jewelry. Worst case, get what? Get in fucking jewelry insurance. Put insurance on your shit. Sure. So, so if you get a, someone gets the drop on you, give your shit up. Guess what? You get another one next week, nigga. You're if alive. You're really that rich. 
Come on, get a jewelry insurance. No, if you get insurance on it, you're good. You're good. Jewelry insurance is a thing. Yeah, it's definitely a thing. Uh, let's see. Mark Cuban says Gen Z will go down as as the greatest generation because of their focus on mental health and proper work life balance. Yeah, that's a fact. Thoughts. They they have shown how whole quiet quitting is them. Yeah, quiet quitting is them. That's why I asked you if you were quiet quitting at your shit. Quiet quitting is them, and and even before before quiet quitting, they were always working jobs and working on whatever project they had during their work time. So they've always never um, fallen into the work-life culture that the past generations did. Thinking I gotta improve, I gotta go to the next stage of yeah. this job. Yeah, for them, that job is just something to make their little bread. And if it if it if it inhabits any part of their life, they're out. They're out. Yeah, they're they're so out, is, or they're or they're gonna stop working to their ultimate maximum level, and they're going to work on themselves while you pay me until you fire me. Mm-hmm. That's basically quite yeah. Uh, so this is what Mark Cuban says before you jump in. Uh, Gen Z will go down as the greatest generation because they take into consideration all factors, including the impact of their mental health when making decisions. Uh, boomers are going to go down as history is the most disappointing generation ever, from sex, Facts. drugs, and rock and roll to what we have today. Uh, let's Fucking see. Hate boomers. Uh, the billionaire also said that Zoomers, those born between 1995 and 2010, like his children value maintaining mental health equilibrium. Mm-hmm. He added, I think organizations will have to understand that more and more and more as we go forward, not only for how you treat your employees, but what your customers expect as well. Uh, Gen Z has also embraced a new way of working called quiet quitting, or putting in a minimum effort of effort in a job to maintain a healthy work-life balance. Uh, Gen Xers might have called it slacking off or coasting, while millennials might have this set as having boundaries. Mm-hmm. So that's what he says. Thoughts? Um, now, let me tell you something. I'm, I was born in 1992, so I kind of missed the cutoff for Gen Z. You're, you're definitely not a Gen Zer. I'm, I'm definitely not a Gen Zer, but I damn sure have boundaries when it comes to my job. Like, I don't fucking... Yes. I do not fucking play yeah. about... Don't put nothing on my, on my shit that's not in my job description. Don't ask me to do no shit that... Don't ask me. Don't ask me unless you're paying me. Yeah. That's my whole ideology. Completely but, agree. But Marie, my girl, she is the epitome of a fucking Gen Z. Or like, she be looking at me like, yo, why are you fucking tripping? Like, you need to relax. You're getting this check. We can focus on whatever we're doing here at home. Just get your bag and keep it moving. Like, she really keeps me on my toes when it comes to like the ideology. And she's actually doing very well right now. And it's because of her ideology, which is, I'm gonna get this bag. Y'all are going to pay me and there's nothing the fuck you can do about it. Like, what are you going to do? Find me? And if you want to find me, fine, I'll find something else. But I was always inside of this headspace, like, where I was scared of my employment. And I always thought that there was going to be repercussions for my actions until she taught me, like, nigga, no, like, do you, do your job description and that's it. And so I 100% agree, like, they have a very healthy work-life mm-hmm. balance. When, like, I always just quit my job. Like, I never gave a fuck. But these Gen Zers, they're like... I'm going to do the bare minimum so I can keep getting a fucking check. Yep. 
I always just get quit. fired. That's like that is what it is. Unemployment. Get some unemployment if you get fired. And they're very good at internet. Like the one thing that I learned from Marie is like every time she's always researching something. Like her phone is always in her hand. If she doesn't understand it, she's literally on Google two seconds after you say something, and you're never going to catch her slipping. So I think that's another reason why Gen Zers are like at the pinnacle because we were at the birth of internet. And so we just we were just fascinated by the whole ideology of internet, but they actually know how to use they it, live it to their benefit. They live in the internet. It's the fucking craziest shit. That's yeah. what I'm, I'm, I mean. It is what it is. Yeah, there's definitely some things from uh, Gen Z that I take into. Yes. Uh, cutoffs and having boundaries, right? That's, That's very important. Oh, once my once I clock out, <laughs> don't you call me about this job? Don't you text me about this job? Like, you can send a message to teams. I have teams on my phone. I will look at it. If it's not a deal being closed, guess what? I'm ignoring that until the morning. Like, <laughs> like if once I leave, do not hit me up. I'm still and, bad about that. I'm still, like, I've been off for four days, and I still kind of, like, open my laptop. Nope. And be like, I wonder what these niggas is talking about. Nope. I don't know why I do that. I have absolutely... <laughs> No care for my job once I'm off the clock. Yeah. My job is there to be a financial partner for what for I plan on doing. So my job is helping to fuel what I can help put together for Black Entourage. Mm-hmm. My extra money goes into helping do this, do that, getting a better setup, paying for restream if we need to, paying for the hosting and things mm-hmm. like that. That's what my job is for. Like, if my job didn't allow me time in my day where I could go and work on the podcast for a little bit to get the upload. They don't give a fuck. They don't watch this Nigga, shit. I would have been quit my job <laughs> if they was, was any. I've almost quit my job at least a good 50 times. You see how much times I love my company. You see how much times I love my company. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and then they take you back. And, they and then now they don't do shit. Because they know, like, yo, this thing. I left them last year. Right? Last yeah. year during the pandemic, yeah. I went to the other job for three months. Yeah. All right. The job was like, oh, we're going back to the office. One, I'm not driving two hours at Alpharetta in the morning. I'm not driving two hours That's back crazy. home every day. So I left them. I left the new job that I was with and I went right back to these things. They told me right back. And guess what I did? I gave them $100,000 in less than a year. That's what Sean is fucking here for. And that's, I'm literally, I can literally control the shifts of my position in the company because. They literally can't afford to lose. And knowing your worth is so, market. knowing your worth is so important. Yeah. Like that's why I'm so lackluster with my job. Oh, no, they, like I, if my my job knows my worth to them. They yeah. know if and my boss literally told me he was like my salesman. He said, Sean, we cannot. Oh, cause right, cause we had someone else there. The nigga just left. He was there for three months and he fucking left. So he was like, Sean, we can't afford to lose you in this yeah. Atlanta market. I was like, I know. So that's why now y'all gotta pay me to make sure I don't leave here. So <laughs> they pretend like I'm expendable. I do bare, oh, I do bare minimum. Oh, but wow. what they don't understand is I am so fucking like I'm good. My I don't bare, do anything. My bare extra. minimum is still top notch. Yeah, exactly. I don't that's that's the thing for my bare minimum. Ooh, my my bare minimum is still better than what most of the people in the company are doing. So they stay tech. I'll fucking work for 20 minutes. I'll go fucking edit videos for 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll come back and I'll do it again. It's like, all right, whatever. Nigga, I, I caught myself getting a second job at ADT, nigga. And them niggas, I told them niggas you, was like... I told you exactly what was going to happen. It wasn't even that. It, it was the fact that 
They literally say if you are not taking calls for a 90% of your day, they're not paying you for the whole day. Oh, they on. fucked around and didn't pay me. And I said, man, fuck, man, who the fuck, man? I quit right fuck, now. Who the fuck do y'all think y'all are? They still, I'm still fighting for that money. I'm, they're going to fucking pay me. I don't care if it's a year from now. I will sue them. But at the end of the day, it's just like, I like to be paid for my worth. Not necessarily my worth. It's my worth. I'm worth it. Yeah. Fuck, man. Maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe it's Maybelline. It's Maybelline, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last two topics that we get out of here. Like we said, it was a pretty light league. Uh, one is a clip and the other is a little sportish. So I'll save the sport ones for last. So American kind of trying to check out for that. Check out, bro. Uh, Fuck out. But this one is actually a pretty funny clip. I should have kind of brought this in at the front, but we can kind of end out with some funniness as well. Okay. Uh, so this is essentially an Apple executive. He got caught by one of those YouTubers who asked like what type of uh, job he have. He got he was riding around in a McLaren, a five hundred thousand dollar car. Uh, YouTuber asked him what was he wear, uh, what kind of job he had, and his answer basically got him fired from Apple. He's like the mm-hmm. Apple executive for procurement, and here's what he I got says. Him fired. Oh, let me do it. Sure, because Austin, what do you do for a living? Oh, his answer basically got him fired from Apple. He's like the Apple executive. Oh god, where am I talking? Oh, YouTube. I'm like, wait, so much noises. All right, let me start that over. Good sir, your car's awesome. What do you do for a living? Okay. That is quite the career. I'm looking to get into that. Also, if you're interested, I got a hell of a dental plan. Okay. You do it all, you do it all. And you participate in this activity. To be granted, that's fucking hilarious. I see what he was doing. He he was like, it's a YouTube video, let me just be funny with these people. What's wrong? I thought she was doing coke in a package. Like, clearly she's okay with that answer. I thought he was was shit on Apple. I thought it was that time. I thought it was just funny. Oh my god. (laughs) Got on fire. Your car's awesome. What do you do for a living? (laughs) (laughs) That last one was. Fondle big breasted women. So Apple's leadership called when the remarks and internal investigation was opened. Uh, he was pulled from command from the team of hundreds of hundreds of employees. Uh, Apple's spokesperson confirmed to the business news outlet Thursday that he was on his way out. He apologized for his launch remarks in a statement following. Uh, I would like to take this opportunity to sincerely apologize to anyone who was offended. <laughs> That's what he should have said. Fuck this, I'm out. <laughs> Mistaken. Uh, anyone who's a, who was uh, offended by my mistaken attempt at humor, and that's what I saw this as—just a, a white guy trying to be funny—and he got his ass fired. Thoughts on that, I gentlemen? Thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Too. I thought that that's was funny. I would fuck around and say and have the whole podcast canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I would say some crazy shit like that because at the end of the day, it is funny. Like. Of course, he doesn't get paid to follow big-breasted women, but big-breasted women probably fuck around and surround this nigga. He's a rich nigga, so it's like it's funny. I understand what he meant. I don't think he's a predator. I don't think I don't think anything of it. But at the end of the day, it's fucking Apple. Like you can't have you know the whole fucking Me Too movement. Brand is bigger than the person and all that other type of shit. Like you can't. You have to be careful. That's why I'm glad that we're like not mainstream yet. 
because I can say whatever the fuck I want, but you be trying to correct me because I'll call a bitch a bitch in a heartbeat and you'd be like, women. Shit, women. even that can get you fucking. Yeah, yeah, even I, that can get you fucking. I mean, I don't. I'm, okay. You have to relax. Whatever, nigga. <laughs> Jamal, anything on that? No. Nah. That's just like. I, that's an attempt at humor that probably shouldn't have gotten on fire and gotten fired. Yeah, I don't think. And do you think this just. Fired. Is this a result of cancer culture? Is no. it going too far again? No, I don't think this is cancer culture. I don't think he went too far. I think. I think. They thought about it. And he was they, a vice they, president think, of procurement. Yeah, they they literally was like, "You said you follow big-breasted women for a living, nigga. That's it. We're done." But at the same time, I am strictly like a hundred percent down with with big titty bitches. N- yes, but <laughs> personally, personally, I'm I'm down with employers firing niggas for what they say. Like if that if that isn't a part of your Code of conduct? Yeah, oh, co- like your uh, company wait, guideline book? You always say that. Your brand? Fire that nigga. Fuck him. That's yeah, definitely right? not he's a part of Apple. He's driving a $200,000 car. Yeah. He, he has a household bitch. wheels. He sell that bitch he be right. And if he has it's that, crazy. then you know he has, other, he has more than enough money where he's okay. I'm right. not okay with niggas being able to say whatever the fuck they want. And expect I see your tweet. Yeah, and expecting consequences not to happen to them. Nigga, watch what the you fuck you say. I really like Jamal because if I... Watch what you if, say. When I build my empire, this nigga Jamal would have to be the head of human resources because he is literally whatever the bylaws say. That's it. Whatever the rules are. Rules are the rules. If you fuck up, that's on you because it's written down. And that's what most companies go by. It's a company bylaw. And that's why in May, Duke had to go back full circle. Yes. That's why he got fired. Yeah. It's because of that was in Boston Celtics bylaws to bylaw. not have relationships with yeah. someone who's on the new company. And if it's, it's in most if companies. If it's in yes. the, in my, my company, I, I literally... I'm not gonna say my in company. most companies, but if they you, let, they you're let supposed to like tell them you have, you to have a relationship. You, you, have, have, to tell you have to tell them if you you're in a relationship with another work. And they have and to assess have to whether or not. Mar- yes. Yeah. There's a different assumption. If you get married, that's different. That's different. But if y'all are, if you're like, fucking somebody, you're, right? You're you're messing. You get literally moved to a whole other fucking office. Office. Yep. Because they won't allow two people that's fucking to be in the same work environment. They'll yeah. put them on different teams. Like I, I at my company don't does doesn't matter who I work for, but they literally have husband and wives, but they have no association. Like they can pass each other. Yeah. But if they smooch or if they smack each other on the ass or something crazy, they're gonna get fired. It's a it's a fucking problem. So I, I, I completely understand like whatever is set in stone, you have to abide by that shit. That's just the rules of the world. Like Rules you, are the rules. You, you, it, it's been like that since the beginning of time. Like, addendums cause or whatever, an mm-hmm. eye for an eye, a hand for a hand. Like, that's that's the shit that actually matters because it's set in place for a reason. We don't have to understand the reason. Like, I believe that you should be able to fuck whoever you want to fuck. That's just me, though. Like, don't let me write your rules because I'm going to have you doing whatever the fuck you want to do. But at the end of the day, you know, they're not following the rules and so there's consequences. So when he said, I found a big titty bitches... That's against the rules. That's crazy. Like, that's going to start a whole scandal, especially for a company as big as Apple. You can't do that. Yeah. Not for Apple. Not Google. Not not Tesla. Nothing. You cannot follow. You can follow big TV bitches, but don't say that shit on live, nigga. Like, yeah. 
There's repercussions there's for that, yeah. for sure. Don't do it. Uh, and last but not least, I kind of just want to talk about uh, what happened in NFL on Thursday. Uh-huh. The big uh, Tua uh, Tugaluia hit. Yeah. Uh, I'll actually play the hit for Amir because I do want to get his uh, his non-biased view on things as well because yeah, he doesn't fuck with football at all. Uh, no sports. But this hit was so uh, traumatic to kind of set the story for you. Uh, this quarterback for Miami Dolphins uh, on Sunday, last week Sunday, he had a football game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, where he got hit hard and NFL has a, a concussion protocol. He was like stumbling on the field and somehow he was let back on the field to finish the game, right? So on Thursday, he had a short week. He had to play again on Thursday. Mm-hmm. He got rocked really hard. And basically, the hit was really bad on TV. I'm gonna show it for you. Okay. Uh, it's kind of troubling because the way his body kind of reacts to the hit. But now there's a lot of heat on organization for allowing him back out there. Yeah. Uh, the NFL for the protocols. Yeah. Uh, Miami's independent neurology or whatever. Their specialist. Yeah. No, he left. Uh, he stepped down because of it. Uh, so here's the hit. And then... I'm already going to tell you, I'm not going to have a bad opinion. His ability to take adjustments at halftime. Are you going to see how his body reacts to the hit? So that was a hit. It didn't look bad, but look how his fingers just flare up. And he's seizing up. Yeah. So he don't have to play the rest there, because that's essentially when he had to get card off the field. Uh, my mom's a nurse, so she kind of let me know what was happening. A lot of other uh, neurological uh, neurological specialists on the internet was talking about what happened. And they basically all said there's some brain and some neck damage there. Yes, and there was so much... Uh, he can't control his... Yeah. His body was trying to fight all the stuff that was yeah. happening. This is the only thing that his hands could do yeah. to try to level out all the... Uh, Synapse, what's the word? Synapses. All the signals, all the signals happening. Yes. yes. So, uh, essentially, he he's talking now in the hospital. They said uh, he's he in good spirits. He's he's, re- he's he home now, right? He with flew, his parents. No, he flew with the team. They released him right after he got to the hospital. Yeah. So he they say he, the he's saying he's good now, uh, but recovery now and everything. So, uh, essentially, NFL's under review, concussion protocols under review. Uh, a lot of things still up in the air about what do you guys have to say about that, and I will start with Amir. What's your yeah, quick? Yeah, what's your quick thoughts on that? You see now how his body reacted to that. I told you about the first hit where he probably shouldn't have even came back to the field. Uh, but quick thoughts. Um, my son's a big nigga. Um, he's very huge, and people be telling me like, oh, he should be in football. He should be this. He should be that. And I have a hard stop on this particular sport and it's not because it's I don't think that he's gonna be good at it it's because violent. my son is huge like he looks nothing like me I don't know who the fuck he came from but at the end of the day it's just like there are certain things that I've realized like boxing I wouldn't want my child to do football I wouldn't want my child to do anything that causes strenuous circumstances for the body I would not want my you child to you don't want your kid to play sports no, I would, nigga, my, my son can play baseball, my son can play soccer, it was the wrong verbiage, but at the end of the day, my nigga, like, I'm not, anything that is head heavy, I'm not going to have my son be soccer, a part of, like, it's just, has the most yeah, because of the ball. Okay, so that's dead, thanks for that, so, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, thanks you, thank you, but at the end of the day, it's just like, there are certain things that I don't want my child to be a part of, because 
you have to take care of your avatar. You see what I'm saying? Like your soul is one thing and your body is a different thing. And if you don't take care of your body, you know, you're not going to be able to control it. That's what you it. call your body an avatar? I, yes. Because because the soul is in no, <laughs> the movie? It's, not, it's not because of the movie. Because the soul is in physical. Everything that We're humans, inhabiting. Like, yeah, everything that humans correlate, like virus, computer, like everything is is basically we correlating ourselves to machinery. It's very weird, or or machinery is being correlated to humans. I don't really understand it, but a lot of our processes is machine based. So when I say avatar, mm-hmm. is because our soul is inhibiting this body to do okay. and it has nothing to do with our spirit so that's just something different story but at the end of the day like I'm not going to allow for my son to do things that's going to fuck his avatar up to where he can no longer control it so what happened in that video it seems as if he had a concussion originally and and they didn't assess him properly and so and or, and that's what it all said yes he, he definitely appeared to have damaged the first the, hit and they allowed and him to he, go back and so without the negligence proper, without the proper recovery he got double the damage because of that yes. hit. And so come any, back anytime that game, you cannot control okay, but mm-hmm. he, he not this game not the game that the initial hit happened did he come back yeah. in that game yeah Oh. Yeah, so, Teddy played at the end of this one, but he definitely came back last week. Mm. So at the end yeah. of the day, that's why it's such a big thing because the team was like the neurologist should have not set him back out. Absolutely. So at the end of the day, if you're ever in a situation where you cannot control your body, like that's our primary function is to be able to control this, which is our avatar, our vessel. So, so if you are literally like. Like that—that means that you're is misfiring somewhere inside yeah. of your brain. So that should have never been the case. Like there's even people like Muhammad Ali and other football stars who like have shaken like Parkinson's disease and all this type of shit because of the sport that they played. So there's never a time where a person should be subjected to a situation wherein they can't control themselves. So if they made that bad call to when they were just being put back out onto the field, I definitely there should be an investigation. I definitely think he should be compensated. He I definitely... Compensated. You said who? He's definitely not going to be compensated. You don't think so? Isn't it his contract? I think, I think he's going to get the guaranteed money. I, no, no, no I think he could probably sue someone on a medical staff that neurologist that stepped down. Uh, so probably the team. He could probably sue the league. The league set the protocol and the for- protocol failed. Like, yeah, it was, his, it was his decision to go back out, but at the end of the day, he had the clearance. So if they he got the clearance yeah. from the NFL, which is under the uh, the independent neurologist, because each team has an independent neurologist that's not part of the team yeah. that's supposed to be the the the, the voice of reason. Like, yeah. yo, you're concussed. I say he no, you fuck can't out. fucking go out. Right. So this guy saw he was injured. Apparently, he passed whatever test the NFL yeah. has, and he came him to go back out. So it's so on that neurologist for one. That's why he stepped down. Uh, so his practice is probably fucking over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would say because of that, you get to go at the NFL because they have that in place. Yeah. They put these independent people in place. Yeah. You hired this motherfucker to be here to make sure this doesn't happen, and it happened underneath your watch. I'm under the You're too. still eligible underneath yes, the, the umbrella. umbrella. So yeah. I think he could definitely sue, but uh, it will have to be a pretty clear-cut suit. You can't say NFL, you owe me blah, blah, blah. And even the curator was like, uh-oh. Yeah, because he knew. Like, this nigga is you see coming it? and he's fucked up. He's like, a curator? 
<laughs> He's a curator. <laughs> bro, he I, don't watch I, sports. I don't do he don't watch sports. So y'all let him rock. <laughs> Where's the curator? What's the difference with curator? I mean, it's not wrong. You're not wrong. That's why I had to check myself. Like, it's like it's okay. Boy, it's just my vocabulary on how I'm assessing to, for sports, bro. Because it's like curator. It's, it's wrong. Wrong word. Yeah, I was like, bro, it's the right word. It kind of is because he does kind of is right. Yeah. Yeah. He's a narrator of shit. Yeah. yeah, he's a, a MC. Uh, what's your thoughts <laughs> on this, Jamal? Um, my thought is they're gonna do an investigation. Clearly, um, so they have to give someone the blame. I think that independent person was the first step you, because you got to take it away from the NFL. This is what's gonna happen. They're gonna do the investigation. The Dolphins, the Dolphins are gonna be fine. Nothing wrong. They you did don't nothing. Think nothing? Nah, they'll be fine. The team they didn't do anything. They didn't wrong? do anything wrong. They're gonna find them. I mean, not find them, but they're going to find that they did nothing wrong in their investigation. And at that time, they're going to just make um, rules. They're gonna the fix rules, it. The, um, if you if you look like you're concussed, you're done. But you're they, not ever coming back out on the field. But what's crazy is that concussion protocol was pretty strict. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty strict and standard, so I don't know how they messed it up. Because it's not only the team has to go through pro- concussion protocols. The NFL, it's a league. It's a league, it's a league standard. It's a league standard, so a league doctor has to be there to be like, yeah, okay. Is he an integral he part of the team? Up. Like, is he was he... a quarterback. Okay, so you know, no, 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 how no, that no. Shit no, 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 no. You can't do that. It, it doesn't matter if you can. No, 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 no. But there's never been another quarterback that. There's been a whole bunch of quarterbacks that have went through concussion. I protocol, understand that, and they never went back in the game. I understand. There's that. not a player that has ever went back and in the game. And, and that's the concussion. And that's the big. Yeah. And that's, that's the, the biggest. Part. And that's what I'm saying. Like somebody made the wrong fucking call. But the, with this particular quarterback yes. because he's an integral part of the fucking game. And, and somebody was like, this nigga needs to go back point, There were top three teams in the league because it was undefeated at that time. So he had a kind of a forced... He had to fucking play because they're the best, one of the best teams in the league. It's not like they want to possibly lose a game because their quarterback isn't playing. Nigga. So I, don't th- I do not... I don't somebody think that's made a, a bad call, bro. I don't think, that I think, was a I think that's a factor. So. They were somebody three and zero. Negligence. They were three and zero. They just lost their first fucking game because he didn't finish the game. Yeah. Negligence. I don't, I'm sure. Think, I'm sure him playing to seen, continue being undefeated was a factor we, in him going out there. But we've seen like number ones on teams, like intricate pieces of teams get concussion protocol. Since they've added that factor into the NFL. We've seen like quarterbacks, running backs, number one wide receivers get get concussions and they don't come back. But this and they have to back. Clear, and they have to clear that shit all for like a week. It's not it's not just that game. Yeah, you're not coming back in the game. Yeah. Period. And then unless you pass concussion protocol, yeah. This is so that's all, and, and we agree on that. So something happened. This There's a something was missed somewhere. This is the first time something was missed. That was it was yeah. Good. So we agree on that, but, that, but I don't think that the Dolphins organization is going to fix anything. I think not, not, not the they Dolphins, not the Dolphins I so. themselves. I don't think so. But the person who 
whoever the fuck the independent is neurologist. Him. And then if the independent neurologist says anything about the head coach, like exactly saying like anything, like the head coach told back. the head coach pressure me to play yeah, man because because think so. but we don't know yet. I don't think we're so. just saying these are all hypotheticals that we gotta yeah, keep I'm in mind until I, I, I'll keep in mind, but until more facts come, we get the, we have the right to be hypothetical about. Yeah, it. that's a fact, but I just don't think it's. And that's your opinion, which is perfectly fine. But I'm kind of with the mirror of this, that the record of being possibly the top two teams in the league at that time, it's if so they won, that would have been... Season two. But let me finish. If you they were, take that out. But they were four. They could have, but they did it. They, but they did it. They chose to put him out there at potential risk. And because... That is, that is so extreme. It is extreme, but it's extreme sport. You know, but you know my, my demeanor is never to go with the extreme. Hey. It's always something in the That's back. a fact. Someone, <laughs> had, someone, that's has, why, that's why someone has to be the counter to that. you. That's, that's all. That. I'm just giving an alternative. I'm just giving an other option. Fair enough. Like, you, if that's one side of what could happen, this is what else could have fucking happened. Fair enough. And I think uh, because something could have happened, they're a top team in the league, mm-hmm. right? If they would have won, they would have been undefeated. There's only two undefeated teams in the league That's right why now. you do the right thing from the start, my so nigga. That's, I, that's the concept I, of this whole podcast. I wouldn't be surprised if the head coach was like, put that nigga in. He looks yeah, okay. He looks okay. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. Because you remember the, the So why did the Raw just step down instantly? Because he, he knew he did something wrong. Probably, okay, he exactly. Probably, he probably fucked up in his diagnosis. Yeah, exactly. You don't but fuck that, up in your diagnosis. But is that... But is that you don't fuck up but, as a neurologist of a football team. You don't fuck up. They pay you not to fuck part, up. What do you mean? There's malpractice in this country every day. Intentionally. Not intentionally. intentionally. What are you talking yes. about? What are you talking yes, about? There's no shirts. Bro, you go to school to make sure you're not doing anything wrong. Bro, it's the human body, bro. Everybody's human body doesn't react that way. I could give you a fucking sedative that I give to Sean, and you don't wake up, and Sean wakes up. That's malpractice, nigga. It's totally different. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> But I guess we're extreme, bro. We, 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 I'm the extremist of niggas. We will have to figure niggas. out and wait to see what more comes down. I hope I'm right. Uh, clearly, more is down the works of this, so we will keep you guys updated as more information comes down the pipeline for us. Uh, Jamal thinks one way. We think another way on this one. I do think the their relevancy in the league right now has a factor in it. So, uh, so the so neurologist wait. is in the blame. Uh, I don't know if the coach is to blame. So, what, so what do you think will come out of this? My conclusion is uh, Dolphins organization will be clear of everything. They'll just update their uh, their protocol. I, I, protocol. I essentially see that as well because who can you essentially blame if the neurologist really stepped down? Okay. Their neurologist is basically being the scapegoat for them. And like Take the blame off the team. Mm-hmm. It was an independent person that was hired mm-hmm. who has no affiliation with us. Mm-hmm. So that kind of takes... That off of the team, and it's all on that individual person. Depending okay. on, so that person is gonna be fucked. Okay. <laughs> but uh, the NFL will for sure have to change their protocol rules, yeah. and I think it's gonna be something even harder. Is like if we think you're concussed, that's it for the game, no matter what, because they can't risk. I thought that's what it was supposed to. Do. No, no, they, no, no, if no. they pass the test underneath that blue tent, they yeah, can come back come out. Back. Yeah. I think if they get concussed. If we think your brain was rattled, you cannot go back out there. You get hit every fucking play in this sport. 
So it's very, it's a hard thing to be like, I think you're concussed, but you passed the test so you can go back out. But if you get hit again, you're going to be out like Tool right now. That And that whole ideology leaves room for error. If you, it leaves room for if fucking error. If you think you're concussed, you should fucking sit test, No, no. That but, leaves room for interpretation but, to be but, like... But concussion. Put me back in, coach. Put me back in. I promise you, I'm okay. But, Put me back in. But concussion is such a like it's something you really can't hide because it's a brain injury. Injury. So you can't really hide it. You can follow the light. You can't follow the light. If lights are too blurry, if you can't, if your senses aren't. So maybe they need to change the test yeah. in the in the tent to no, make they them need more. To change the terminology, not the fucking test, because at the end of the day. If you have to be taken back to that blue tent, that means something fucking happened. Yes. For you to be and that, off. It, what, that should be it. You're done for the You're game. You're done for the fucking game. I think that the should be the new that, way. Because I can sit here and be like, unless it's like your fucking ankle or something, will they, I, will they like, also push you under the tent? Come on But if it's your head and they'll know because the refs got to stop the game or the, the coach will be like, he's in. Like, niggas call people out and now because they look cuss. Yeah. So if someone calls like, yo, yo, ref, look at that him. Happened, that happened in the Green Bay game. Yeah, and like, yo, look at him. Take him out. Then he got, that should be he, he initially got concussed. He tackled, he tackled dude's feet. And it was face freak. His face feet, first. no, he kicked his uh, knee. knee right, yeah, his knee right into his head. Oof. And he just laid, he just laid there, kind of stumbled, and he was like, "Yeah, yeah get not, the fuck off the field." Yeah. So there, something went wrong during that process. And if you want to know my synopsis, as somebody who don't even fucking watch sports, I believe that something happened in that tent where they decided, okay, send his ass back out because of the way that the test went. And I think that the test is the problem. There should not be a fucking test. Because if you it. become incapacitated to where you cannot get the fuck up and continue on with the game, if you have to be taken off the field, you're off the fucking field. That's it. The thing about That's it, it is... You should not be able to let me be back, back on the field. We've seen that don't look that dramatic and the person's dead. Yeah. That was the biggest thing is like... because. He got up. I'm talking about the first time. First time. First time he got up, and then he stumbled. Stumbled, and then he went to the tent. And then he went to the tent. That should have yeah. been so, it. Yep. So that is a thing. Like, damn, we've never we've seen niggas actually walk, run off because they thought they got hit too hard or some concussion shit and not return. Yeah. So the ball was dropped somewhere. It was dropped somewhere, but I don't think that's it'll be on the. Or- it won't be on the organization. And though. not necessarily uh, on the organization, unless. Unless, Unless the, the neurosurgeon was like, was like, these niggas pressured me into yes. clearing this nigga. Yes. That would be a whole scam. And that's a whole different situation. Yeah. Yeah. I'm where not the, saying that that's where the, case. the coach would have to go. Sit, the whole like if if that was a situation, the niggas gotta be let go. I would I would think that, but the NFL plays at a whole totally different role. Owners own the NFL. That so, doesn't mean that niggas don't lie. No, it it doesn't. I mean, no, it doesn't. People lying have nothing to do with it. It does. No, no, no. It doesn't. If I wanted to fire my coach, but I own this league, I'm not gonna fire him. But you, I don't as want the to. owner, you can also pressure your team to do certain things. To but that's. But I'm saying, if I don't want to fire my coach, I'm not gonna fire my coach. The NFL can't force me. No. To fire yeah, my we coach. had this conversation last week, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree. If it was the NBA. I very much think, yeah, you got it. Yeah, the coach, you're God. Yeah. The NBA will come in there and be like, nah. 
But if for an NFL, it would it would have to take the other how many teams is it? Thirty two. So the other thirty one owners would have to come into the room and Hold be like, out. yes, and be like, no, you're fucking up the integrity of our league by keeping your coach. Get rid of him, and then the the coach will have to fire. That's what happened to John Gruden. But we'll figure things out as we know more. You guys will know more. Uh, praise up for Tua. That was scary hit for anybody. Didn't yeah. want to go through that. And so. seized up. Man. But he was. But he was. But he's okay. Oh, but the I won't say okay, it, but he's home. But yeah. The and now thing the recovery about it, starts. He just went to the hospital and they said they released him immediately. Yeah. And he was able to fly home with the team. That's not bad, though. I've yeah. seen people have but full that, seizures. Yeah. You can have a more logical team with their life. life. But then the the. So now the stuff is just the healing off the neurological the damage, brain. yeah. Which so, is hard. So that's now what he has to go through. But he's saying he wants he's ready to do he has recovery so he can get back with his team. And so he's kill himself. He's not gonna end up playing for the rest of this season. Is he come? Yes, I think he's gonna kill himself. Because he clearly cares what? so much about <laughs> that's extreme. No, that's extreme. not kill himself like ass, hit wrist. Like I think he loves he the game too so much, much damage. that he's going to end up fucking himself up. I mean, essentially like, that's what CTE did to another. So, right, CTE for other football players, their their brain is so damaged they, that they're other people, so they kill themselves because they don't feel like that's what I thought he was talking about. No, yeah. that's not. I'm, I'm literally CTE, saying that he's going to deteriorate because he loves the game. Let's so just. Much. Unfortunately, let's just say like he definitely has some brain damage. CTE is a thing Nigga. where literally they say, and it's it is so crazy to think about. It. Every time I think about what they how to describe CTE is freaking like crazy gross. Whereas like your brain is Swiss cheese, it's hard where there's to, holes yeah, it's in hard. your brain. It's like uh, it's like just think about that. It's no, but that's crazy. the same thing as uh, dementia. Really? Yeah. So it's, CTE is a form of dementia? dementia. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what, that's what, uh, it's not even called dementia. What, what's that thing when people forget who their loved ones is? Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. But that's, but Alzheimer's is the advanced form of dementia. Yeah. So it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So yeah, you'll get like Alzheimer's, you'll have holes in your Dementia is just like, I I don't know. Like, Alzheimer's is like, I'm living in the, Alzheimer's is, I'm living in my 20s again because I forgot they yeah. don't. They don't remember. Yeah, they just they, flash they, they back. just go back to their flash, default they, settings. They flash back between. Sometimes they won't know who. They are. Knows. Yeah, and that's who why most knows. people yeah. would see. Like my grandmother was like, themselves, unfortunately, Sean. And I was like, oh yeah, she's gone. Yeah, if yeah. <laughs> she's gone, if she thinks I'm Sean still, like that was right. Just yeah, as to Alzheimer's. Yeah. Cool. Well, you have anything else for this week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything else this week? Fuck oh, bitches, get second skin. <laughs> We're going to wrap things up right here. Uh, thank y'all so much for hanging out for us this week. A light week, but we gave y'all two hours worth of some funniness. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys are new, make sure you hit that follow button. This is the first week that we did the free stream on YouTube as well. So, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button over there. Uh, we do have the games on uh, Twitch throughout the week. Uh, 2K, I do have 2K now, so that's going to be in effect. Uh, me and Jamal can finally get back on uh, Outriders. Uh, Damn, I want to play that game. We're going to get to that this week. So hit that follow button, Audio Life on Wednesdays, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music. And we will see you guys next week. Much love. Peace.